I want you to get out of the water. What? I want you to give up that terrible job. Come on, Mom. You can't be serious. Damn right I'm serious. We're just getting started. We just got our first grant last... I don't want you anywhere near the water. Mom, you're upset. Come on, just... Come on and sit down, will you? We'll get dinner. I don't it's want right. anyone in my family anywhere near the water. Never again. Never. Hey, come on. You can't believe that voodoo. Sharks don't commit murder. They don't pick out a person. It picked and out it... Sean. It killed your father. Dad died from a heart attack. He died from fear. The fear of it killed him. You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Episode 247, welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where this week we go to a completely fictitious sea-themed water park where the human deaths outnumber the animal ones. And that's the fictitious part. <laughs> In Barium at the Aquarium. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, someone, someone here is happy because now he'll finally shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> Only when we watch Revenge of the Creature. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, as promised last week for uh, part two of our Jaws, Jaws Retrospective. That's French. Hey, uh, <laughs> we got Mr. Vito back in the hot seat. Hey. 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 What's up, bud? Oh, How's also, I'm Mike. That's James. Oh, hi, I'm James. Yeah, let's get that out of the way. Okay. Hey, hey, Vito, how you doing? Good, good. How are let's you? To, let's get to the important member of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> How many how many months and uh, maybe even years have you been trying to get us to do an episode with Jaws three called Barium at the Aquarium? Probably two years. I yeah, think. probably. And it does dawn on me that we probably should have. I don't know why no one thought about this. But we probably should have done this with Revenge of the Creature. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why nobody thought about that because they're they. That makes sense. They're both at aquariums. Actually, they're both practically carbon copies of each other. They they really are. Which, they really are. He's been saying that for years. <laughs> did, did you say you don't know why none of us thought to do that this week? The joke was here, and watch as it goes right over James's it was head. I, you were James. The, it was the, sarcasm. Oh, okay. Because being a jerk, I stopped paying attention because the joke was too long. Oh, oh, I apologize. Yeah, are we fighting already? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, well, just you, talk. You just, just, just talk less, and the show will be better. <laughs> That's probably true. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I'm doing great. So oh, <laughs> thanks good. for asking. Glad to hear. It, Mike, in 12 uh, syllables or less, can you tell us what you did this week? Okay. I'm talking less. I hear the crickets. That's James, four syllables. how was your week? <laughs> Uh, my week was all right. <laughs> I learned how to use a sewing machine today. Really? And yesterday. Ooh. Yeah. You had to learn twice? It. What's that? Well, it's a, it's a very, um, complicated sewing oh, machine. Oh, okay. Over the course it's... of two days, you've learned how to use a sewing machine. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's for my, uh, for my leather business. My, uh, my wife's uncle is going to, uh. Just give me this sewing machine because it's been in his factory for years and he's upgrading. That's so he's cool. Giving me a sewing machine. Talk more, you piece of shit. I'm 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 just enjoying your story. No, you're not. <laughs> you're nothing, a, you won't blink. There's and nothing you, and more. You're staring at me. There's nothing more riveting than listening to James talk about a sewing machine. Well, I, I mean, I can't think of anything. 
I mean, I like, if I gave of, you a patch... I, I, I could think of a few things. That's kind of weir- a weird thing to say. <laughs> if I gave you a patch uh, and a pair of jeans with a hole in it, would you be able to fix me up? I guess. I don't like, know. are you at that level? Or is <laughs> sure. it only leather? <laughs> okay. It's, I could make you... I could, I could uh, patch it up with leather. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You have a nice <laughs> pair of leather pants in California. Ooh, that's... Nothing about that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> it's hotter... <laughs> Than a bag of dicks in here. It is not that hot. So here. hot. In it here. is not that it hot is. in here. It's really hot. It's it's not though. Anyway, what have you been up to? I, I think are you, are you? I think you're hot flashing. I might be. It's, <laughs> it's perfectly possible. You do look flushed. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to? I had to go fight the law today. Why? Oh, you're speaking. Had my ticket? had my court date today. Yeah, how'd it go? Yeah, well, uh, I hold a distinction in the Gross Point City uh, courthouse. I own. A distinction they can never take away from me now. I am the very (laughs) first. The only guy to show up with a boner. (laughs) Listen, I wish that I had that distinction. (laughs) So rigid you could hang a flag from it. But no, uh, so they opened up a new courthouse. And I had, and today was the first day they were in business at the new location. I am on record as the very first lawbreaker to walk (laughs) through the door to be served by that courthouse. Nice. (laughs) That's... That's that that's a that's a high honor, right? Yeah, right. That's really cool. And I didn't even have to see. Do you the get judge. like a plaque or something? Do they I put wish. a Polaroid up of you on the wall? <laughs> frame, frame, I, I'm gonna, frame right behind. I'm the just gonna. Ex- I'm gonna bring my own. I'm just gonna hang my own picture on the wall. I'm gonna go back. <laughs> you know what you should put do is put the amount years. that you paid. <laughs> just write that on the bottom. You know what you should do is take a picture of yourself. Take it to the steps of the courthouse. And then, like, pour epoxy over it. <laughs> so your face is permanently plastered on the steps, and then see how long it takes for them to rearrest well, I gotta you. Use, I got to use other cement so I can put my handprints in there, too. Oh, yeah. No proof I was there at all. <laughs> I like it. Um, uh, so why didn't you have to see a judge? Uh, because they pretty much threw it out the second that I got there. Um, oh, nice. Threw out at least, like, the whole points thing. Like, I showed up or whatever, and I was like, oh, you're here to, uh, to, to basically say that you didn't do it, or are you here to knock down the points? I'm like, I'm just here to knock down the points. Like, oh, okay, here's the, the public defender, whoever it is, you know, the person you talk to <laughs> before you see the judge. Yeah. And he comes out here, he goes, you haven't had a ticket in, like, 10 years. Why did you get a ticket for this? I go, you're asking the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. I said the same thing. And he's like, yeah, we'll just knock it down to, like, double parking. Just pay 175 bucks, which is less than the speeding ticket, which doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> it's, it's still, it's still the, like they make you seem like they're do, they're doing like a real good guy thing. Maybe for it you. was an open well, day was, special. We'll just knock it down and you know, well, just this still one give was us a 175. Favor. This one was a favor because the speeding ticket was supposed to be 200 bucks. Jeez. Knocking it into impeding traffic is supposed to raise it to two fifty. Well, you would have two, had to to two whatever. 250, yeah. Two fifty. Yeah. But they knocked it down. To 175. I don't think they knew what they were doing, but I wasn't going to say anything about it. You it got a first, first customer discount. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Oh yeah, first customer gets 10 percent off. In the immortal words of some musician that I'm going to hate myself that I can't think of, I fought the law and I won. I fought <laughs> the law and the law won. I fought the law. law. I actually don't know who the I, that song's been covered a bunch. Of I know. Times, I know. I have no idea who. I don't know who the actual. Mike, the, do you know? Uh, I think I'm that's. Sl- I don't know. I'll look I, it. Is, it, is it Dylan? Dylan I, I think. I think it's either. It's either going to be. It's either <laughs> going to be the law and the law one. <laughs> I think it's. It's either going to be one of those names where you hear written, it and you're like, written oh. by Sonny Curtis of the Crickets. Yeah. Okay. Popular, crickets. popularized by a cover by Bobby Fuller Four. 
Uh, oh. There you go. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like... Uh... I was going to say, it's either going to be one of those names where you're just like, oh, okay. The Crickets. I don't know who that is. Or, or it's going to be like somebody extremely famous you should have known, and like now Elvis, you're a jackass. Like Elvis because, Presley or something? Yeah, or like John... Uh, Oh, and the John Clash, Denver the Clash did a version. <laughs> yeah, oh, the, maybe that's the that's Clash probably... version is the one that I think we all know. Mm. But anyway, though, yeah, no, that's it. Uh, it's uh, it's been a week. It's a week. It's another week. Mm. Another week in the books. I know? haven't been home. My place is a was a fucking mess when I got home today. Looks pretty all right. I had to clean it, but uh, not that I not that it needs to look great for for your ass, but. I, I showed Mike it, when we when we first it has got to on look here. Great for my face. Though. This table was still covered in all of the paraphernalia from last week because I still had not even touched it. <laughs> the paraphernalia <laughs> make us sound like a bunch of junkies. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, cool man. Well, yeah, uh, that's, uh, yeah. that's it. Well, we live we live boring, just middle of the road kind of lives. What the hell do you want from us? We all can tell you just trying to you think entertained of a enough by our antics. <laughs> I went to go see a, 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 a Van Gogh interactive thing. Well, that's something. Sure. How was it? <laughs> it was a big room with projectors. Was it just one room? <laughs> yeah, it was actually, which kind of was a letdown. Like you walk through, so they have this big Van Gogh like interact, interactive thing where you learn about his his entire history, and then you go into this room where it's like a forty experience thing and it's like all of his art and, and stuff but it's yeah, projected on like every surface every the, surface you know. though, it's uh, except for the ceiling oh, wow. which was really distracting because it kind of well, takes yeah. you out of it yeah but yeah like the floor the walls there's a whole bunch of 3d stuff in the middle of the rooms and whatnot but it's like a huge gymnasium sized if room. it's if it's not on the ceiling is it really 4d no that's what i'm saying it's like it doesn't <laughs> it's like i felt like i was in a giant van gogh shoebox <laughs> with, the, with the lid off <laughs> <laughs> um, that was cool though. We did went up there for uh, for her birthday. I bought her tickets for that. That's we cool. Thought it was kind of cool, but that's it. Pretty cool. I got yeah. Nothing else. I don't. Uh, I'm going away this weekend. Going to see my folks and my sister, and you know that's their boring. their babies and stuff. But that's all I got going on, dude. All of our fun stuff is later this summer. It's true. It's so. coming. Huh? It's coming. Yeah. All right. Well, since we're boring, why don't we get into some corrections from last week? How about we then go into some corrections? Oh, oh, I missed, missed it. it. Damn you it. Missed it. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right. Uh, we uh, are dumb, like like we always are. Apparently, Speak a for lot. Yourself. Apparently, a lot dumber than I thought because Mike apparently is coming in hot with six different corrections for us. Wow. I think, he, I, think, I think he gets nitpicky, though. He does. He Much does. like I do. It's true. Um, um, but we all are bringing some stuff to the table, so uh, I'll start here. Uh, the dolly zoom was invented by a second-unit cameraman, Emern Roberts, Roberts, on the set of Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo. Emern? I actually knew that it had something to do with Hitchcock, but I didn't know what movie, and yeah, Vertigo makes sense. Um, that's that the push zoom mm-hmm, we were talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. It's also that's called where, the Vertigo shot. It is hey. okay, so it is actually called that. Okay, yeah, I, that's I didn't one of mine. <laughs> didn't know. Okay, uh, the second thing here oh, is wait, uh, wait. Jaws. You know what else it's called? What? What's that? It's called the Jaws effect. Hey, because there was that big of a deal in Jaws. Yeah. Oh. One, one uh, camera trick, three different names. That's that's it's pretty dope. It's like my ex-wife. <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> I got, I got nothing. <laughs> All I got, right. I was nervous. What else? Um, Jaws 2 was not Geno Schwark's first film. He uh, he did a couple films, actually, before then. A lot of TV stuff, but in, in terms of uh, 
you know, motion pictures. Sure. He did a movie called Bug, which is about killer, like, radioactive cockroaches. Oh. That sounds pretty awesome. Produced by <laughs> William Castle. Was it really? Yep. Oh, we got another one of Mike's corrections. Re-ad- <laughs> readapted, readapted into uh, J- uh, Joe's apartment. Hey. Yeah. Just a lot less murdery. <laughs> well, what was his first film? I don't know what it was. Night of Terror, the TV movie. No, well, yeah, a TV movie. Though. We were talking well, about motion pictures, Okay, Michael. first motion picture. Michael Ooh. Crichton's Extreme Close-Up. Okay, that wasn't the correction. <laughs> yes, it was. You said Jaws 2 was his first movie. And I corrected it by saying it wasn't. <laughs> what was his first Nitpicky. movie? Nitpicking. Oh, jeez. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> provide right. information, Michael. <laughs> all right, that's um, all I got. All right, I've got one here. Uh, the story about John Belushi chugging an entire fifth in that scene yeah. in Animal House. Uh, from everything that I've read, it looks like it's actually an urban legend. Uh-huh. And the uh, substance in the bottle was tea. That mm. makes more I- sense. Iced tea. That makes more sense. Still doesn't give John Landis a pass for uh, Twilight Zone. But, no. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly does not. <laughs> but it's oh, better for gosh. this one. Uh, and then I think Vito and I have one of the same ones. You want to take it, Vito? Sure. Uh, the Great White Concert Tragedy happened in Rhode Island in uh-huh. 2003. At the Station Nightclub. Um, another one I have. The House on Haunted Hill is not based on the haunting of Hill House. It's not. Nope. Oh, it I was actually was. the original no, the... Vincent Price movie came out the same year the book came out. It's a completely different story. Yeah, oh, okay. The haunting okay. is based on the yes, haunting. Yes, the haunting the is. House. Yeah. Um, sharks there... are most active at dusk and dawn. Mike's right that when visibility is low, they're more prone to accidentally attack humans. When but... visibility is low. Yeah, mm-hmm. at night. <laughs> James Which would be at night, but they said I did read at dusk you and pod. dawn is when they are most active. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you're swimming, I mean, if you're swimming in the dark of night, no, James, you're not going to win this one. <laughs> and don't swim alone. This. Don't swim alone. They they go after if you uh, if you're alone. I guess uh, I guess Quint's whole story about the Indian- Indianapolis, like it was all that night that the sharks were yeah. killing them all off. Yeah. Don't be so smug, you little bitch. <laughs> and uh, sorry. <laughs> the last one I have is about Titanic. Okay. Okay, guys. It's All not right. that Jack couldn't fit on the door. Yes, he obviously can fit on the door. It's about buoyancy. Okay. If he got on the door as he tries to in the movie, it sinks the door down, and now you're floating in ha- like half your body's in the water. If he did that, she could have died. So to protect her, plus he was really tired and exhausted and was probably going to tip the door up anyway. So, so that's why he, he died. wanted to make sure that she stayed dry. Yes. She so, stayed dry and stayed safe. So. But I'm pretty sure I'm pretty didn't they do this on Mythbusters? Yes, and they show that uh yes, he could fit on the door. Because that's what everyone argues, but the buoyancy, like she could have took her life jacket, tied it underneath it, the door, but who would do that in that situation? I have another idea. Maybe just find another piece of something for him to crawl on. <laughs> there was an entire <laughs> ship that went down. <laughs> that's a pretty good point. <laughs> just just saying. 
Just well, make a <laughs> you just make a little floating island of dead bodies. There you go, perfect. String them all oh, together. <laughs> just, just just give them CPR, blow blow their lungs up, so they're oh they're literally personal flotation devices. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay, that's uh, that's I think that's that's all we got. Like we need any more? Yeah. Uh, James, what are we doing this week? Well, this week, um, we we uh, we really went for it. You know, with the Jaws franchise, we did one and two last week. This week, we decided why not punish ourselves a little bit <laughs> and do Jaws 3D and Jaws: The Revenge. We have, I think, we have different versions of the word punish. Um. I love shit movies, therefore. <laughs> See, <laughs> this week wasn't so bad for me. You're so strange in your selection of what you what you uh, decide is a good shit movie and what is so a the, bad shit. So these movie. were better than no. Crawl. Good apparently. shit movies, good shit <laughs> movies are good, obviously, for whatever for whatever redeeming reasons. Bad shit movies are when when they're so bad that they circle back around to good, that's what I like. And uh, I tell you what, both of these movies Featured sharks that looked like penises, <laughs> and it was hilarious to me. Well, sharks, what? sharks, sharks kind of look like a penis. You Wait, know, this if is, you look okay, a little bit, a little bit. I have so many questions. Well, you don't have like a you don't have like a little cock ring with a uh, with a jaws fin on it, like I do. No, just me. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um. Oh wow. <laughs> Speaking of. <laughs> Speaking of <laughs> cock rings, uh, this week we're drinking Wango. <laughs> uh, fla- flavored wheat ale with a bite of mango from Atwater Brewery um, right here in Detroit. Uh, on the can, just in case, because Wango doesn't really, I mean, it says with a bite of mango, but uh, there's also a shark who looks sort of like a mango. Uh, reaching so up out of the... this is why you just said sharks look like penises to make your beer well, work. No, 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 no. This is completely coincidental. One hundred percent. Oh, this. Why do they make the writing so small on these cans? All right. Ah, we meet again to smuggle in a good day. Is that what that says? Yep. To smuggle in a good day, courtesy of this great brew, to cool down your calloused hands and refresh your hardworking soul. Prost. To all you've done and all you've yet to do. Anytime you need to raise one for all the challenges you've risen to, crack a can and meet us at Atwater. That really doesn't have anything to do with this particular beer. It really doesn't. But that's okay. Mm. Hey, there's a shark on it, and that's all that matters. Well, there's, there's a mango shack. <clears throat> can't, uh, we can't, they can't all be as amazing as last year's. Crap, Mike, what are you drinking? So last uh, week, you guys got Lost Coast Brewery uh, Great White, correct? Yes. We did. Well, I got its sequel. This is Lost Coast Brewery Sharkinator White IPA. Nice. <laughs> I like the says, sounds of that one better. Oh, yeah. I tried finding it because we obviously get Lost Coast Brewing. Yeah. yeah. Nobody around here had that, though, unfortunately. Well, the only place I've ever heard of carrying Lost Coast Brewing is Embassy. Uh, no, uh, my place has it, too. And, oh, they do? Yep. A lot of places around here carry it, just oh. not that particular one, apparently. Did you know they put... Oh, I think I mentioned this in the chat the other day, but they put um, down at Mega Valley at the corner, they put 10 new doors in. I did see and that. And they're filling all of it with new beer. Nice. So I'm into it. You might not have to... I mean, Canteen's kind of on your way home anyway. Yeah, and I know the guys there, though. Like They give me free shit all the time, so <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not going to not go there. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
but it's always good to have a good backup place right down the street. Let's give this a little tasty. Well, here a little sure. rundown of Sharkinator. Oh uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, first, it's got a little mechanical shark, much like Bruce. It's the Sharkinator. Um, think great white, only bigger and much much bolder. There, we're taking where we're talking next level sharkage. <laughs> we're Sink your teeth. <laughs> you're shy. Sink your teeth into the dry hopped Cascade Crystal and Citrus hops that get a wonderful citrus aroma and a nice hoppy finish. It's the perfect beer for anyone that who's not afraid of a little or big bite. Nice. 4.8%. It's, it's just a little nibble. Oh, just a... Cheers, sir. It's just a little nip, isn't it? So, hey, where's my uh, where's my, my mug strap? Bastard. Cheers, Mike. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. Hmm. It's weird. You know when you when you drink a flavored beer? That's very like it's very like a, a very authentic mango mango yeah, it taste. Really, it really is. You get you get it when you um almost almost like an un, more like an underripe mango though. You know how like you know how properly ripened mango yes. is really sweet. Yes, this has almost that more like dry sort of tart flavor of a of an underripe mango. It has the same smell <laughs> as when you open up a bag of mango leather. Oh yeah, it's the exact smell. Wow, yeah. That's like so, it's weird, yeah. That's nice. How's this one's pretty good. It's a, it's kind of like Blue Moon with more of a hoppy IPA flavoring. Okay, I'm still willing to bet yours is better like than it. ours this week, but ours is good. I like this one. Ours um, is good. Now that you mentioned the way it's, the, the way it smells, it actually tastes a lot like oh, mango yeah. leather yeah. too. Yeah, I, I got the smell. I think before I even the taste hit my uh, tongue. It's so. uh this one the t- the taste showed up for me like really quickly though. You know how usually you have to like drink the beer and then swallow it and then you kind of get the taste yeah this one as soon as it as soon as it hits your lips opens up in your mouth yeah as soon as it as soon as it opens up in your mouth and really coats the entire surface of your tongue i gotcha i gotcha uh yeah that's delicious anyway that's what we're drinking that's what we're talking about let's get into the bleed feed try that again all right guys all right guys (laughs) there we go there we go hey good news uh nobody within the horror community died this week yeah it's good we're starting off strong all right what else Um, you got woo uh well speaking of dead uh the evil dead uh is celebrating 40 years this year 40 years 40 years of ramey and company's uh seminal the most seminal horror film probably ever made, honestly, Holy God. Crow. That's insane. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe <laughs> it's like, yeah, 40 like years. Just That's sitting wild. here like, yeah, yeah, 81. Holy crap. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so uh, for their 40th anniversary, uh, it looks like um, Grindhouse releasing and Fathom Events is putting it once again back in theaters. Cool. Which uh, they've done a few times over the past few years. James, you and I have gone twice, I think, uh, just in the last couple of years. Was it twice? It. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, if you've ever missed out, last time, yeah, yeah. Um, if you've ever missed out on them though at all, uh, I think starting October seventh, uh, there is going to be some new showings. So check your local listings for that. Uh, it's a new uh, exclusive introduction by Bruce Campbell. Sweet. Which I'm sure he's got to be sick to death of talking about Evil Dead. 
Well, granted, they're in the middle of making a new one right now, so maybe he's in go mode. But like, I don't, you know, do, does he how really many, get, how many he get intros sick of talking about but, Evil Dead? But how many intros can you record for it? How many commentaries can you record for? How I many? Know, but it's like behind the scenes thing can you know things can you make for it? But it's like, and this is not to take away from his his acting career uh, as a whole, but like the guy was able to spin an entire career out of this one character. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, but I, I mean, I also like, think I, I don't think, much, I think just, just, just by, dismay, just by virtue of what that's done for his life, I don't think that he can get sick of it. You know that's what I mean? Fair. He's that's not fair. allowed to get sick I don't sick know. I it. often think of like actors cause they're, you know, it follows them their whole lives. Like you walk, you can't go to the grocery store or anything without someone like, Oh, and yeah, that's awesome. But, there's got, I mean, everyone's human. You've got to get sick of it at some point or just not oh, today, yeah. not today. Well, <laughs> like, I think that's why, it's why, you know, he was away from it for so many years. He came back and did Ash versus Evil Dead. And then, you know, I, I think at that point when it was done, he goes, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, I, mm-hmm. I can't do it anymore. He is voicing that new video game that's coming out early next year, I think. Um, and executively producing the new Evil Dead movies. But yeah, I, I, I think he's definitely at that point. But He's got to be like, all right, film another one of these stupid intros for these movies. What else can I say about it? Ah, 40 years ago. Like, <laughs> um, Anyway, though, speaking of the new uh, Evil Dead movies coming out, uh, yes. Evil Dead Rise, we have new plot details for it, which is exciting. Um, let's see here. The fifth Evil Dead film, Road Weary Beth, uh, pays an overdue visit to her older sister, Ellie, who is raising three kids on her own in a cramped L.A. apartment. The sister's reunion is cut short by the discovery of a mysterious book deep in the bowels of Ellie's building, giving rise to flesh-possessing demons and thrusting Beth into a primal battle for survival as she is faced with one of the most nightmarish versions of motherhood imaginable. Um, motherhood? Yeah. As I, if you needed another reason to... Hate hate, motherhood. Hate LA. <laughs> I was say motherhood. <laughs> and motherhood. And, and LA, yeah. Um, not only does it smell like piss, it smells like rotting corpses and dead now. Dead people in piss. <laughs> Those are the two worst I mean, smells when you combine pretty them. Pretty much uh, LA on their right own, now. not so bad. I, I hate retirement homes. That's pretty much <laughs> how it is. Guys. <laughs> yeah, we know. Didn't you listen to the uh, the episode last week? Mm-hmm. I think we, we talked for we talked at length about the smell of LA. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's gross. <laughs> Definitely is gross. Um, and speaking of, uh, before we get off of the Evil Dead train here, mm. um, I would be remiss to say I passed up on a pretty golden opportunity to own some stuff this week, which I'm having a little bit of remorse about not going back and getting now. Not buyer's remorse. So apparently there was, yeah, not buyer's remorse. Apparently there was a guy that worked on Army of Darkness especially, but I'm pretty sure... Uh, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 as well. Okay. I'd always heard stories about a guy... You might know who I'm talking about. One of our friends knew somebody uh, who was like this old dude that hung out at a bowling alley. Oh. And he talked about working on Evil Dead and Army of Darkness and he stuff. He used to hang out at... Hey, yes, yes, okay. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was trying to explain this to didn't Vito. He, didn't he used to hang out at Garden Bowl? Is that what it was? The Garden Bowl is Garden Garden Bowl is the one that's part of Majestic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no. Or with, uh, no, it was this was in St. Clair Shores. Rose, no, really, wasn't it in St. Clair Shores? Maybe. All I know is that it was a bowling alley. Yes, I do remember this story. Who though. was it that was telling us the story? I though, cannot remember. <laughs> yeah, right. So all I can think of is that this is the guy that died, because what happened was the guy's brother 
brought a bunch of stuff into Flipside Records, which is a really cool record store in uh, right outside Royal Oak. Yeah. Uh, they uh, brought up a bunch of stuff in it, and it's like old scripts, like 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 his scripts from working on these movies. One was um, Lunatics: A Love Story, which was like a Ted Raimi vehicle, and then there was another one, uh, Thou Shall Not Kill, or something like that. I think was the other one. Mm-hmm. Which and th- and those are all That's the Bible, Mike. Sorry. Yeah. Um, th- those are all, if I'm not mistaken, either Scott Spiegel movies or Josh um, Becker. Josh Becker, yeah, but the, but they're all all the same people make these movies though. Okay. It's all yeah. part of that crew that they used to run with back in the day. Sure. And with the scripts were bags of apparently screen used skeleton props from Army of Darkness. Really? Yeah. Like I don't know if there's any full skeletons. It looked like there's kind of more just pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And they wanted they wanted like a hundred bucks for basically like a garbage bag or two of these pieces. And I'm like, <clears throat> I can't justify <laughs> just spending a hundred bucks on stuff that I don't have I don't even have a place to put it, right? Yeah, yeah. But now I'm thinking back, I'm like, how often does it come up that you can buy stuff from <laughs> your favorite franchise that like And and how sweet would it would it have been to just like if you could piece know, together most most of a skeleton and Did it you could ever be go standing back right at in the all? corner right there? I didn't go back because So you don't know if they don't have it. They might have it. They still. might have it. You don't want to tempt I don't, don't want to tempt myself. Tempt that's that's though. the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. Um but yeah, anyway though, not, not not every day that that kind of stuff comes up, you know. Yeah, that's really. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of kind of kicking myself for not just like busting out a credit card, even though I know that's <laughs> where irresponsible was, of me. Where was the sale? Did it say the location Flip, of the sale? Like where Flip this was side. coming from? Oh, Flipside uh, Flip Records. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, it was, it was in a record store, but there's no verification yeah. either. Yeah, there's like, no provenance <clears throat> for it all. Right, that's the thing. So I would I would probably want to track the guy down at least get like a written thing like yes, this was my brother. He worked on it. He passed away. Whatever. Right. Well, rest in peace to yeah, whoever hey, this guy yeah. is who rest worked on peace. Army of rest Darkness. Rest in peace, mystery man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on here. Uh, more of my favorite time of the year things happened this week, James and Mike. Uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Got some new new mazes for both the Orlando and L.A. Uh, uh, parks. Uh, first one is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, oh. which, if I'm not mistaken... Mike, this might be the same one that me and you went to mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Or yep. at least an updated version of it, because we did Texas Chainsaw. Oh, you did? If it's the remake. Yeah. Over 10 oh. if years it's, ago. If it's the, yeah. If it's the original, though, we did not do the original. When oh. we went, it was the remake. Are you sure? Um, okay. Positive. Absolutely positive, because I have pictures of the outside of the building, and it's like that big stone square-looking house oh, that was in the, the remake. It was, Yeah. Yep. The um, then the second one is Universal Monsters: The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. So it's Ooh. a whole bride of bride of Frankenstein maze. Which those those Universal Monster ones, if I'm not mistaken, from when we went a couple years ago, Mike, <clears throat> those were some of my favorite ones. Yeah, they yeah. did really, Wasn't really it well. Frankenstein yeah. versus the Wolfman. Is yes. that the one we yes, saw? Yes, it was. Yep. Yeah, those ones would be uh, fun, and it would just be amazing to be you know surrounded by that that classic. It's Dude, so it's immersive. Awesome. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Texas Chainsaw one, that would just be pure horror to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just like, just that, like that grimy, especially, yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yep, That's yep. the scariest sound in all of horror, I'm pretty sure. So if you're interested. That camera in, sound. If you're interested in going to check those out, uh, those are going to be at both locations. Cool. Uh, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, let's see here. Uh, good news, James. I sent this to you the other day. Yeah. Mike, I don't know if you are a big Dexter fan, uh, but it has been uh, revealed that Jennifer Carpenter will be returning to the Dexter uh, revival on Showtime. Uh, she's going to have to be in his head 
I would I would imagine because she's because she's very dead. Well, yeah, <laughs> and the, it because they well, I mean, she could just be a flashback, but I would think that if they actually got Jennifer Carpenter to sign back on, it would be more than just flashbacks. I oh yeah, you know, I, I, spoilers. Sure. Um, would you no, say? Okay, <laughs> said spoilers. Listen, uh, if you haven't, if you no, haven't watched I, Dexter I already yet, know. I've seen season one and I really liked it, but I took a break and I forgot to go back. Oh, so, oh you gotta go back, dude. dude. You gotta, you gotta, go, gotta back. go back. Except for it's it's the it's one of those shows where the last episode shits I heard the bed ends badly. Yeah. Which is which is why the the fact that they're bringing it back is awesome. Yep. That's uh, cool. Even to, if there's some, the wrongs. even if there's some wrongs that really can't be righted. Because some of them were just like inexcusable. Would it be written? Some some wrongs that can't be written. Because <laughs> righted righted sounds weird. Well, you, no. even if it's the wrong, <laughs> you're not talking about writing something. <laughs> no, 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 I know that. Talking. I know that. I know that. I'm just saying it sounds weird. Even if it's the correct terminology, it sounds weird for some reason. Some wrongs that can't be wrought. 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 Wrought jump. Oh, I love it. I <laughs> Look love it. what the Lord hath wrought. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, so yeah, Dexter fans will be very happy to hear yeah, that. Yeah, I'm stoked about she's that. She's a big part of it. Uh, also, coming out on Blu-ray is... <laughs> Prick. That's two weeks in a row where you catch me drinking. really well timed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A Quiet Place 2 is headed to 4K Ultra HD combo Shh. pack. Am I talking? Oh, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> Blu-ray and DVD on July 27th, courtesy of Paramount Home Entertainment. Speak up, Junior! I can't hear you! Damn it! Special features will include a director's diary, filming with John Krasinski. I mean, everybody loves John Krasinski, right? Uh, plus four more featurettes that explore the Quiet Place universe. Uh, the Conjuring, uh, we've already learned that uh, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, will be out on uh, 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD next month. It's been announced now that there is also a three-film franchise collection in the works. Uh, this Ooh. bundle Blu-ray set will be released August 24th and will be available for $44.97. I don't know what the... I haven't checked the, the individual price for The Devil Made Me Do It's, it, probably, but... it's probably around 20 bucks. So this would be worth it to get yeah. the three film franchise. If you're into combo packs, <clears throat> I'm I, uh, excited to see it, guys. I like combo packs about as much as I like wet farts. Uh-huh. So, which is fifty fifty. I was gonna say, I, you Wait, is fart it a box? so much that it could be that you actually like them quite a is bit. Is it a box set or like combo pack? I think it's it like didn't. A combo I think pack. it's a combo pack. Uh, it's like yeah. different artwork, but it's just a combo. Well, what? Yeah, we need a box set. Yeah, it looks like it could be a digi pack because if you look at the artwork, there's like a little crease down the left hand side, so it actually might be like a book. And if that's the case, that constitutes as a box set for me. So we'll see. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah we'll see. All right. And uh, lastly, here is a, uh, a a movie that came out on Shutter exclusively last last year or at the beginning of this year rather. Uh, Stay out of the attic is headed to VOD, digital, DVD, and Blu-ray on August seventeenth. 2021. I don't know much about this movie. To be never honest, I've never heard of it. Uh, maybe, Jinx. maybe one to check out. We have Shutter. We do, and you all should have Shutter if you don't by now. How much is it? Ah, uh, four ninety nine a month. Say it again. Four ninety nine a month. One more time. <laughs> four ninety nine a month. Oh God. God. Your 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 wallet should be getting hard just thinking about it. <laughs> mm. 
This is why we don't have sponsorships. Oh, <laughs> this is the kind of okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, with the zombie ass toilet of the dead <laughs> is on is on Shutter. So if me slurping a beverage is too much for them to sponsor us, then they can <laughs> kick rocks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. That's fair. You heard it here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, all right. Is that it? Anyway, that's it for blues. Yeah. All right. So my last bit of news is less news, more of a, um, a revelation, if you will. Okay. Of something that I didn't know that I found absolutely fascinating that I think you guys will also enjoy. God, are you going to tell us like everything that you don't know? Because yeah, it's going to be <laughs> we're going to be, be here a while. Um, okay, so everybody knows that Hellraiser three is the pinnacle of the Hellraiser series, right? Okay, right? Everybody, everybody knows that. Yeah, everybody knows. Uh, well, it started its its life off as something so incredibly different, and then spawned into something that couldn't be more different than the Hellraiser movies. But the original concept for Hellraiser 3 that Clive Barker pitched to the studio Uh actually did become a movie. And it's a very, very well-known movie starring the creme de la creme, Mr. George of the Jungle himself, Brendan Fraser. Okay. (laughs) Um, Clive Barker's original pitch for Hellraiser 3. If 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 you don't save... George of the Jungle, I'm leaving. <laughs> I wish. That, w- that would be amazing. Um, Clive Barker's original uh, pitch for Hellraiser 3 became Brendan Fraser's The Mummy, which is very interesting. Uh, really yeah, interesting. Chew, chew on that for a second. According to uh, writer Peter Adkins, he wrote Hellraiser 2, 3, and 4. Um, it says, a Hellraiser movie set partly in ancient Egypt in which it is revealed that the very first Cenobite was an overly curious pharaoh. The mummy of that pharaoh would be dug up in the 90s and put on display in a museum. The objects found within a tomb, when placed in the right order, would form a pattern that, according to Atkins, predates the lament configuration as a means to access from this reality to that... O- wait. Uh, <laughs> as a means of access from this reality to that other that we all know and love. So like, and okay. the studios literally took that idea, and turned turn, took those plot points and turned it into their remake of the Mummy, starring Brendan Fraser. Really? So it's like basically a Hellraiser Mummy movie that Clive Barker wanted to make. Yeah, basically. It's like his version However, of the Mummy movie. The reason the reason that it wasn't made is even though it was Clive Barker's idea, Clive Barker hated it <laughs> and refused to do it. <laughs> like a true artist. <laughs> he comes up with something and then goes, no, I was hate it like that. He had one and then really, we're going to make it anyway. He had one really good idea he wanted to make, and so he had to like pitch two really crappy ones. So they'd like, oh, yeah, we like this one. Good. Great. <laughs> no idea. No idea. And the fact, though, that, that 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 he chose to do Hellraiser 3 that we got, apparently the the Cenobite <clears throat> that shoots CDs out of his mouth is better than... Oh, DJ, isn't it? Was that DJ? Clive Bark? Did he? Have, I forget if he produced it or something. He or? produced it. Yeah, yeah. He definitely produced wow. it. Um, wow. So apparently that was a better idea than the ancient Egyptian Cenobites, which, A, no, it's not. And B, <laughs> go fuck yourself, Clive Barker, because... You have robbed us of, of a great movie. But oh, I just thought that was very interesting. That's all. So <laughs> that's uh, that's all we got this week for the news. That's good stuff, gentlemen. And uh, we are 
we are rocking the boat here. Just cruising right no along. Pun, no pun intended. So Boom. now, so now let's talk about two movies for four hours apiece. That's the idea. All giving, right. giving ourselves more time. <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a quick fifty eight minute break. Uh, fifty four, if we're lucky. Fi- oh, fifty four. If we can shave a couple minutes off, as long as uh, as long as uh, my dinner from earlier isn't knocking at the door, you know. Oh, oh. And. Uh, <laughs> That's a poop joke, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) And we'll be back. We'll be back to talk about some more sharks. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Sharks. <laughs> wow. Wow. Starting it off. Start, starting it we, off with a bang. We really should have let Vito do it. That introduction was about as good as these last two movies in the proper uh, Jaws series. Here. Yeah. Um, okay. So we watched Jaws last week. Right. Yeah. Jaws is is hands down one of the the greatest American. Uh, Shark uh, movies, uh, not 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 even <laughs> shark kidding. movies. It's one of the films. greatest American genre films. films ever made. Just films in general ever made. Yeah, it really is. Right? It'll it'll be yeah. on probably everybody's top ten list. Anybody with smarts, at least. Yeah, anybody best with those films ever made. The good head thinkings. Yeah. And then uh, and then we went. Um, we took a step down the flight of stairs, just like one or two steps down the <clears> flight of stairs. Yeah. And we got Jaws two. Yeah. You know, Jaws two was. Was decent, was yeah. See, Jaw- way better, way better than it should have been. Jaws two was not even like a step down the stairs to me. It was more like that annoying little, uh, like the thing, the strip that they put in between two two rooms sometimes <laughs> that you trip over. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? It's not a step down. It was more like a like a trip. And then you recover and you go. This isn't so bad. At yeah. least, at least I'm not falling downstairs. No, I feel like I feel like it's it's definitely downstairs. But I feel like you're going down two steps to like the it's, landing. It's a landing, yeah. It's okay. A landing. Before you before you then go down the rest of the stairs <laughs> to the basement, right? Okay. So Jaws two is a good. It's a good landing. <laughs> so Jaws Jaws two is like so. Jaws one is amazing, right? You're yes. on the top top yeah. of the flight. Yeah. Jaws two, like you you're running toward 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 the landing, and you do like a really sweet like. Like a really sweet grab in the air, right? Okay. <laughs> and you land on the landing, and you're like, "Fuck that 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 grab I just did was sweet." Uh, I'm a I don't cu- know, where I'm, are you going? I'm a couple this? steps I don't down know now. Where you're going with this? So okay. you did. So you did. Like you had like some style points. Like you're like sure, you're like sure. oh man, that jump was pretty dope. And then it's like it, you were turning around to to admire the flight of stairs that you just jumped down and did a cool grab down, and then you fell backwards down the rest of the stairs and that's jaws three and four you lost me but oh sure we'll go how with did, it how did we'll I go lose with you? it we'll go with it <laughs> that, um that was a perfect jaws, analogy jaws uh jaws 3d from 1983 uh only one of us here watched it in proper 3d and i'm a bit jealous about it yeah uh, however if you watch it in standard 2d all of the 3d parts make it look like an old 50s sci-fi movie yeah like i have the, the seen really, it that was the first really time weird, i watched uh, it 
See, the, yeah, the really weird um, layering they have for like the 3D, but when you're watching it in 2D, it just looks like an old sci-fi movie, which it is looks, bizarre. It looks like a, it looks like an image from a film strip it, that was cut out, and some of the edges were still left around the bit, image, and bit. then it was like pasted <laughs> on another frame. <laughs> a little bit. Um, so Jaws 3D was directed by Joe Elvis, which is uh, this is his only film credit for directing. <clears throat> Jeez, I wonder um, why. <laughs> I I couldn't imagine why. Um, production. He was also a production designer, though, on yeah. the original Jaws. Okay. Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Escape from New York. So guy's got a guy's got a good eye. He was supposedly like one of the one of the the, uh, the godfathers of the original shark design in Jaws. And he was uh, second reason... unit director too on Jaws he... and Jaws 2. Yes, yes. Um, but he's like credited as like the, the shark looking as good as it does in the first movie, which to that I go, oh. <laughs> uh, uh, say what? Uh, okay. Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure Spielberg <laughs> never talked to him again because the, the stories about how what a piece of shit Bruce was. Exactly. It's like, remember how that first one sank to the bottom of the sea? Yeah. Um, okay, a giant 35-foot shark becomes trapped in uh, trapped in a SeaWorld theme park, and it's up to the sons of the police chief, Brody, to rescue everyone. One question right off the bat. Why the fuck did SeaWorld sign off on this movie? I've asked myself the same question watching this every time. It, it makes their parks look horrendous. It really does. And it, it, it's like you could try and spin it in a positive way. Like, uh, like our parks aren't really filled with these underwater, uh, these underwater mazes and stuff like that. So... Look at how much better reality is than fantasy, right? Come to our parks. <laughs> but that's it. Because other than that, it's like, like they, everything they, about these parks is terrible. It makes their management look terrible. They makes, basically, mm-hmm. they basically, they have a, they have a, uh, an invasive species, so to speak, when the shark breaks into the, the area, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we're an, we're an, an animal park that loves the animals." First thing, kill it. <laughs> no. well, well, the oh, the first reaction was kill it. Yeah. Second reaction was let's imprison it. We can make <laughs> money let's, off this. Let's imprison it and make money off it. Well, yeah, yeah, they should know that they should know the second they put it in captivity, the thing fucking dies. What is like, it? Because you can't put. That's why great. Whites can't be in captivity. What do, I don't. They die. Have you ever read up on this or watched it? Like, what is it about great whites in particular that they cannot be kept in captivity? I, I, there's a reason for. I, I don't this they have to keep huge, moving. Yeah, I think well, that's I mean, what it is. Well, all sharks have to keep moving. Yeah, but they but, need they need specific space, though. I think like there's if, something to do big. like the like the lagoon in this particular Sea World. If this was a real thing, would they be able to keep it in that kind of captivity? I don't think so. Somebody should look this up while we're talking about it, though. Um, I'm going to go through the cast here because the cast here is bonkers. Um, Dennis Quaid, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Like, <laughs> I'm happy. He's why here, is though. why is he here though? Dennis Quaid is Come here. On, he was this, <laughs> he was young I'm, in this. <laughs> I'm convinced they told him that they were making a different movie, <laughs> and then and they just swapped swapped out the uh, the titles. I afterwards. think I think Dennis Quaid just got a good good sense of humor, and he he uh, <sighs> doesn't maybe, mind, maybe. doesn't mind doing a shit it's, film. Every maybe once in a while. it sounds like it was a paycheck. He to was me. pretty young though. I yeah, mean, he like, was young. How, he was how many young. credits did he have before this movie? That I don't know. You know. Um. Anyway, Dennis Quaid plays Mike Brody. Uh, Mike is the oldest uh, Brody son. Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, he looks like he, you know, just like in Jaws two, uh, to Jaws one, where he <clears throat> aged, uh, in a weird way that doesn't make sense. Uh, even though Dennis Quaid is super young in this, he looks way older. Like, 
I don't know how much time again is supposed to have passed between two and three, I think, but he also looks he looks way older in this one too. I think Dennis, Dennis Quaid, uh, just as a person, has one of those, and, and this it's not even to say that you know he's a bad looking dude or anything. He's a handsome, sure. handsome young man. Sure, but Dennis Quaid has just had one of those mature looking faces mm-hmm. his entire life. Sure, yeah, he sure. just has an old looking you know what I mean? face. Yeah, I do believe him as Mike Brody though. Especially I from Jaws too. too. Like it just feels like that a kid grew up to. Yeah, both of them, enough, Sean and Mike. Do, do do we know how many years past this is? Um, no, but he seems be, to be no. like out of college and doing right. like a because he's doing something in Venezuela, like. Well, he's like a re- like a. Well, study. It's well no, he, no, in in this one, he's like a uh, he's the person that like like. Uh, welds together the rigs and stuff. Well, He's like an he, electrical well, engineer. He was, doing, he was doing some of the, the grunt work, but it also sounded like he had a hand in the design of the place. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. yeah, yeah. He's like, Would he be like a civil engineer or something, something like that? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think Which he is... actually gets younger in the fourth movie, but we'll, well get there. Let's <laughs> not talk about number four yet. Okay? When, he, when he becomes the dad from the original um, Amityville Horror. <laughs> 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 I did I did look it up and the this is the helpful internet. Great white sharks uh cannot live in captivity because they will not survive. <laughs> so there you go. Thank Sounds you, Internet. Legit. God, I love science. Okay. Um so yeah, Dennis Quaid plays uh Mike Brody. Um Bess Armstrong plays his girlfriend, Catherine. Um, and then you have uh, Calvin, or I'm sorry, Louis Gossett Jr., who plays Calvin Bouchard. Calvin is basically like the park operator, like the park supervisor, Calvin you Klein. Yeah. administrator, or whatever. Um, which uh, he very much takes over the John Hammond role because there's a part of this movie that feels to me exactly like Jurassic Park. Like at the end, oh, they're in the con- I thought you were going to mention the the mayor in Jaws. <laughs> like, See, yeah, because John Hammond, I feel like I feel like he was let because this guy was just he all wasn't about the profit and the PR. Yeah, he this wasn't passionate was, all, about it. Like, yeah, no, that's I'm all saying, he was about. Like, I feel like John Hammond of, was more like he he believed so much in the in the vision. Yeah, I'm not talking that about. It, I'm not talking about his personality necessarily. I'm just saying, like, when he's in the control room and he's talking to the people through oh, the PA okay. or whatever, yeah. and he's trying to take control. This is like, it all felt very Jurassic Park to me, where everything's going haywire. They're stuck in the control room. Like, I don't know. It all felt very, uh, yeah, very felt, similar. Yeah, I was gonna say the mayor from Jaws. Like, he basically is the mayor because he's like, yeah, kind of keep everything yep. cool, and he makes decisions that get people killed. That's actually that's <laughs> very true. Um, you also have uh, a young Leah Thompson who plays uh, Kellyanne Bukowski, who is uh, the girlfriend of Sean, right? Because younger, the younger yep. Brody. She, yeah, they uh, they, they hit they, it they, off. They hit, they hit it off after a game of what's the what's the name? What I've oh, played yeah, this game before. Game? But, oh, standoff. Yeah. Have you ever played that game before? Nope. It's so fun. It's it it is like they say a, a game of balance. Like you just stand in front of each other. I think. You don't go toe to toe, but you go like a foot apart from each other, okay. and then you put your hands on their hands, and, you're and then basically each other. you have you have to try and push the other person off balance. Okay, but it's one of those games where it's it's it doesn't matter how big or strong or anything you are, like a, the tiniest little person can win as long as they have really good balance and really good reflexes. We used okay. to play it in high school, all the and time. it improves okay. when you drink. Yeah, yeah, everything improves when you drink. Uh, let's see here. Uh, who else do we have? I don't think there's anybody else know, here. Some Aussie guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this name just because I think it's a fantastic name. 
Simon McCorkendale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, he plays. Oh. Um, uh, he plays Simon uh, McCorkendale. Uh, Philip Fitzroy. Yeah, he's. Um, what's his character? He's. Uh, uh, he's he's like a, a documentarian. Yes. Seems like he's yes. a documentarian, right? Oh, and you um, have a great cameo by Shamu. <laughs> oh, that was the real Shamu, wasn't it? It was. Because he had the, bent over, the bent folded over fin and everything. And now, isn't the folded over fin, I know that they explained it in uh, Free Willy. Um, or Blackfin. Wasn't Blackfin the name of that documentary that exposed SeaWorld? Oh, yeah. And it was all about the bent over fin. It means the... that they're terribly malnourished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, my. That's, that's awful. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what oh. I'm saying. I'm watching I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, even back then, Shamu was fucking miserable. Yeah. These dolphins have like this tiny little area that they that they live in their entire life. <clears throat> like the like everything's just like shitty. Everything's now, shitty. No, I don't really know. And, like, and everything there is run completely for profit. They don't care about the animals. Okay. Yeah, Which they do show well, in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I've but, always I've always wondered, uh, you know, because like we talk about zoos and stuff like that, and it's like, well, most of the animals that you see in zoos are actually rescues. Like uh-huh. they couldn't even live in the wild if they wanted to, right? Was SeaWorld I've never actually seen Blackfin. So was SeaWorld like I don't that where it was know. okay. I don't I don't actually know. Um I know that I, SeaWorld... I've always wondered if those animals too were kept there and trained. You know, they I don't trained, think... uh, obviously trained for entertainment, but like were they initially kept there because of uh, of something that kept I, them from being in the wild? Not I don't think SeaWorld was like <clears throat> Tiger King. That's all I know. Okay. No, yeah. <laughs> let's be fair. Nothing <laughs> is like Tiger King. <laughs> Whale King. <laughs> I've seen that documentary. Um, <laughs> I just think that people are insane to get in, into a fucking tank with an orca and and swim around with it. Um, I mean, it's kind of cool though. In it's fairness, oh, it's dude. Cool. I I mean, like I went to SeaWorld when I was younger. I saw I saw the I saw Shamu throw the guy in the air. It's awesome. And then catch him in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my, like like I don't know. It's yeah. such a huge animal. I I just I I would hard, have a hard time trusting an animal that size. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even trust horses most of the time, and they're so pretty. Do you trust sharks? Sharks are fine. Yeah, cool. totally fine. Totally fine. Because I can do that thing so, that the guy does where he flips them over on their back. You know? Oh, can you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the shark whisper. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So Dennis Quaid, uh, Mike, Mike, and Catherine, uh, they work at. SeaWorld. Catherine is like a um, dolphin she's like trainer, whale dolphin trainer. trainer. She's like one thing dolphin trainer slash biologist, something marine like that. biologist, something like or, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's like almost has her doctorate or something like that. Uh, and then Mike, like I, like we said before, he's like the kind of guy that built everything there. He's in charge of making sure all the cages are up to snuff and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, Sean Sean's character, Sean Brody. Does he actually work at the park, or is he no, just no. there? He's visiting. No, he's just visiting. He's visiting. Okay. He, li- yeah. he works in Colorado. Okay, that's he right. he hates that's the right. water. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah, Sean's arc between these four movies is a very interesting arc, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And, I'll, and just remind me to bring that back up when we go yeah. to the fourth movie. <laughs> okay. um, so Sean's there on vacation. He meets uh, Kelly, played by Leah Thompson. Kelly uh, Marty McFly's mom. Banger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she still got it even back then. <laughs> well, this was even she, before. Would, back, wouldn't, she have it, wouldn't she yeah, have so it? This is even before then. Wouldn't she have it more? I think this is her first then. movie. It was her first movie. This was her uh, her debut. Yeah. Imagine making your debut in this piece of shit. Um, 
<laughs> so yeah, so so they're there just doing work in sea life or whatever, and uh, a shark breaks into into Sea World. Mm-hmm. But you're deceived at first. You are deceived. Because oh my god, there's a great white shark in SeaWorld. <laughs> and and you and they 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 manage to wrangle it and catch it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, okay, movie over, I guess. That was cool. And it's like, no, wait. <laughs> they keep talking about this. Some something's going on with the, the filtration system. <laughs> so, so the reason that they Sorry, go on. No, it's, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to ask because we're talking about like the shark being in there. They don't know that the shark is there until they find their first dead body uh, okay. in SeaWorld. Right. What the fuck are those two guys breaking into SeaWorld trying to steal? Coral. Coral. <laughs> the guy even says he says there's some there's like some fucking choice coral at is the bottom of this is? place. Is that really all? It yeah, is? the guy. Yeah, says, I wasn't sure. He says there's a guy in there's a guy in Philadelphia who pays two hundred dollars for this coral. I'm like, oh, dude, these... you're gonna sneak into a place and dive to the bottom of a lagoon for two hundred bucks? These I'll just give you two hundred dollars. Coral thieves. Okay, so that's ridiculous. They 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 have like this like this the big inflatable raft and they're in all black and everything else and like. <laughs> They're there's kind of bumbling. The, yeah, there's a there's a part in the movie too where uh, they go diving later on in the movie and they see a skeleton underwater that has like a black ski hat on. Is that <laughs> supposed to be no. one of the? No, 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 no. no, was no that was the just the like exhibit. a prop. Yeah. He's, okay. He says good. we call him like old Charlie or something. No, like that. Okay. Good. Because it was like a, a oh. he's completely picked clean. Oh, <laughs> actually, Vito, he's got what? a point. I didn't even think about that. The guys. The guy's wearing a black ski cap. Is it a ski cap? Well, yeah, it's a, I don't think it's it's a, a beanie. Cap. A beanie. A it's beanie. Like a beanie. I mean, it, yeah, it looks it was like, like it could I have been just like I thought he was supposed like a, to look like a pirate or something. I think I think it was, but he's got a point. Yeah, no, like, it's it a could, fake skeleton. It's just a skeleton. Like, there's no way that, yeah, that would yeah, have been. Yeah, because the shark, the shark wouldn't pick the body clean. Well, and that, then but, just but, like... but it's also Jaws 3, so <laughs> all logic is out the window. But... Like I'm, th- I'm watching it though, and I'm looking at it, and so you very clearly the hand is out, and you can see all of the uh, the wiring on the knuckles from like an a- actual. That was a real skeleton, you can tell. But yeah, but because they don't it was react. actually wired together the way that you see them in like science classes. And okay, stuff. but they all also right. react but, to it like, oh yeah, hey, look at that. Like yeah, he's, they're not he even says like we freaked call it out by Charlie it. Or, so okay, of course I, it's you're, supposed you're, to be there. You're probably right, but I thought it was really funny if they were trying to say that like, the even... shark picked his bones clean, like. <laughs> Or digested him everything but the bones and then and just the hat. shat him out. <laughs> the hat's still <laughs> But the, um, the first death, though, is uh, one of the workers who works for Mike Brody. He goes down under to chain up or fix the fence, and he has to yeah, chain it his, up because something's what's broken. His name? Overman or something like that? Yeah, what I forget. His, one of, his girlfriend's the waitress yeah. in the bar. Yes, yeah. But anyway, Jaws gets him. Or the shark gets him. Shelby Overman. And he's actually the body that appears later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The head, the really fake looking head that's in the uh in the yeah, in the glass. Yeah. Um yeah, I will say this. The um they really turned the series into kind of like a slasher movie because there's a lot of blood in the second or the the second last two Jaws movies. Like whenever someone gets eaten or whatever, it's like they they open the floodgates of blood that comes out of the shark's <laughs> mouth every time there's an attack. I forget, didn't they I do that in the brutal. first two movies? Yeah, they kind of do little, that in the first two. A little two. bit a little bit but not near as much. I feel like the attacks are well, way more quote unquote brutal 
in in the last two. Yeah, really? I think so. I in I would say I would say in in four there's a couple Mm -hmm. in in the revenge there's a couple that are like more violent, but I think the most violent attacks are in the first movie. Yeah, this one's more like they find the one body. <clears throat> and there's like a floating arm that's in 3D just floats at your face. <laughs> oh, how about the how about the opening the opening sequence where it's uh the fish head? The yeah, like the oh, POV geez. from the point of the point of view of the of, of the shark and then he, he goes by what is that a grouper? Mm-hmm. Like a giant grouper, Goliath grouper or something, and then you just hear like the chomp sound like <laughs> and it's just a big cloud of blood, and then you see this shitty like it was obviously it was obviously uh, just a a video of a of a fully intact and alive fish because you could still see its mouth moving mm-hmm. and stuff and then they just cut it off with I don't know what kind of technology they used back then to make that sort of shot but I know how they did that actually so bad. it's it's you, mechanical and it was a fish head it was shot on a green screen Oh, that so that head. wasn't just, so that wasn't just a. I just no, the re- that they took... the reason it looks weird is because it's matted. Is the process that they they did? Oh, um, in fact, just real quick overview, they had a an effects company do all the effects up until the last week. Then the studio freaked out. One guy in particular, thinking that it wouldn't be as good a quality, so he quickly hired a different effects team. <laughs> the the movie was going to be in theaters in four months. A different effects team just take the elements of this other effects team and quickly rush and do all the 3D effects, and that's why they look so crappy. Is that why? So was it because there's there's a definite difference in how the shark looks? Yes, in the end, that is why because too. they there's two there's the first original effects team, which from what I've read. If they continue doing what they were doing, it would have looked way better than what we got. Um, some of their shark does appear in the movie, but most of it is the second effects team that was just rushed, and especially the big, you know, money shot near the end that is we'll that talk why, about. Is that why the shark <laughs> looks like it's too like there's there's two distinctly different sized sharks in this yes. movie? Yeah, because the thing is, is it, so so first off. It's established this is not the same shark again, right? Even though everyone likes to say that it's the same shark throughout all four movies, it's but not who, the same shark. Do, what do people they all get that? killed? Yes, what are you talking yes, about? No, I that's I've heard so many people. I, I mentioned this last week on the show. So many people, especially for Jaws too, I when I hear them talk about, it, they go, oh, "It's so stupid because they blew the shark up in the first one, and then magically it's back for the second one." What? There's a, there's but a lot of people. That's their interpretation, and that's there's stupid. a lot of there's a lot, but it's it's not just them. There's a lot of people that think it's the same shark throughout the entire series. Well, there was <laughs> there was there was a period there was a period where I thought that the shark from the uh, second movie was the first one because of all the. And actually, I, 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 I realized that it wasn't the same shark, but I never realized why all the scarring was on the face until you pointed it out last week when yeah. you said it's because from the beginning when he gets yeah. the fucking propeller in his face. That never occurred to me. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. He like, like but, gets lit on fire. But the shark. Oh yeah, and when oh because the because the, the boat. The, the woman the who right, right, yeah, yeah. gasoline. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it wasn't a propeller. But was, the shark in this movie, when you see its like full body, it doesn't seem any bigger than a normal sized, pretty big, great white shark. Not the, until the baby. 
not until no, even the even the bigger one. The only time that it actually looks mammoth sized is when they have to fit an entire human body inside the shark's mouth. And then suddenly it grows like 10 times for those particular shots. I disagree. When it's swimming around the undersea kingdom, it's huge. And when like, especially before that scene you just talked about, like it's, it's the biggest shark we've seen in all three movies. I think the time where it looks the most different and it looks just like a normal shark and, and much smaller than what it ends up being is the scene where they're watching it from the control room and it's just <laughs> the like money a shot the money shot exactly it's just a still photo of a fucking shark coming at the at the control room and then there's like this shitty like like superimposed glass breaking yes <laughs> oh my god it's the worst it's the worst it's thing even I've worse ever than seen. 3d guys oh god it that's doesn't not work. possible at least in 3d there's something else to look at <laughs> not really it's not a great effect it's, an it's awful like they effect. build up to it and it's just so crappy yep yep <laughs> um i also thought that the shark you know that um that video that was going around on uh online for it's for years or whatever it's that shark with with its mouth that's like sticking out and it's just going around it's like, oh. <laughs> you know what i'm talking about yeah, that yeah. video that's what the shark and this one looked like to me every time i saw it it was like a, it was it, the way it would cruise around it looked like a basking shark yeah with it's it mouth even, wide open it, it i'm like even i don't look like a great white no at all mm-hmm. no i think i think the, it for, only did because of the teeth i think they whoever was in charge whoever was in charge of getting clips of real sharks just didn't know what the fuck a great white was. Yeah. And they were just picking any sharks they could find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Like this, uh, there's parts about this movie that I want to like, cause I feel like the idea of a shark, um, finding its way into a theme park is fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's a fun idea. Like, I feel like you could do that properly. Nothing about this movie was done properly though. No, no, like, well, it's, it's not it, like terrible though. I mean, it, it it's not. I don't know. I find this one entertaining, but I find it's them, not as I find suspenseful them, as I the find first them two. All, I find them all entertaining personally. Okay. But I and I, and so I, I get that I can, I can watch it and have fun with it. Don't get me wrong. But like, I just feel like how did you mess it up so badly though? Yeah. Well, there's this idea. A, I know a lot was going on with the 3D technology and stuff. Like they they didn't know what they were doing. They were well, and they were rushed and yeah, it was this, nuts. This movie uh, originally started life as a completely different movie. Have yep. you ever heard about this? Yes. Uh, James is gone. He's probably just taking a dump. But no, uh, the, screw it. The we're title. Gonna, we're, you know what yeah. the title is? Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna. I'll, I'll say it when he gets back to you. But like the original idea for this movie was to basically have it be a parody mm-hmm. of Jaws. Of them, it's it's a comedy where they're trying to make Jaws 3, but it's like a complete calamity. And it was actually called National Lampoon's Jaws 3, People Zero. Written yep. written by John Hughes. <laughs> Do you know who was going to direct it? Yes, Joe Dante. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I need this movie. I want that to happen. <laughs> I need this movie I, I in my life. <laughs> That's like, amazing. I, it would have been so much better than this. So much better. But um, I do, like you were talking about the amusement part or the aquarium like aspects of it. I do like when the people get trapped in the undersea kingdom because that's basically the bulk of the third act is like... True. They find out that the Jaws that they captured was 
not the same one that attacked the body that is found. Yeah. It's like the bite marks don't work. So there's actually a much bigger fish out there. And then they figure out it's like the, you know, the call is coming from inside the house. It's like yeah, the shark yeah. is inside the park. Oh, my God. That's exactly what that it is. is. And it is like that big <laughs> moment. And then the giant shark swims out and you're like, oh, my God. And people also- are trapped and all this stuff. To claim that that, even though I know Jaws is, you know, she's she's a big bitch and all, the fact that they're trying to claim that the baby is as big as it is, like a baby great white is like the size of a salmon. So to claim that even that's like a baby is, is, uh, well, it's a grown up baby. Oh, it's a grown up baby. They gotcha. Yeah. It's probably, but they said, but they said, but they said it was born in the park. (laughs) Oh, did they? They said that specifically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was wondering, I was wondering that. I didn't know if, because I, that part of the movie popped up and I was like, are they suggesting that it was born within, within the lagoon? So that's she, how that's how they knew the that mother. That doesn't was make in, any sense. That's how they no. knew the mother was in the lagoon because the mother had to have been in there. But the baby is just a baby. No, no, so, it was because of the bite marks on the dead body. Is well, why yeah. they knew there was another shark. I yeah. never, I don't remember them saying that, but yeah, no, you they might did. be right. No, they definitely did. By the um, way, that dead body that they find, I was. This is one of my favorite parts. The, the one on the slab in the beginning. <laughs> Yes, but when it's found floating in the aquarium, it's found by these teenage girls and all the tourists. The, but there's the, like a panic of, of Overman, right? Uh, Shelby, yes, of, of Overman. Shelby, yeah. There's a panic, and then there's a quick shot of like a tourist shoving the girl against the glass, oh. and she's just face to face with this decaying body, and she's screaming, and I'm just laughing so hard. And she <laughs> she, she wasn't even surrounded by a lot of people, so I'm like, who's the fucking sick, sadistic freak who saw this dead body and decided to push this young girl? Look at it! Look at it! <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, James, you were busy taking a dump or whatever. Um, we were just talking about how the original idea for this movie was a parody. It was, uh, oh, yeah. it was a parody movie <clears throat> written by John Hughes called National Lampoon's Jaws 3, People Zero. And that's, Directed yeah. by Joe Dante. It was all ready to go. It, it sounds incredible. Yeah. And c- you and I were talking about the, about this on the show, uh, not on the show, but before the show last weekend, because you were watching a, a doc when I came yep. over. And they said we've already we've already pretty much pushed Jaws to the limit, you know. Mm. So the only like the natural place to take this from here, the only place we can take it and not make it feel like it's just a big cash grab is a is a parody, and that to me sounded like the weirdest I like weird, but in a good way. The idea that within the same franchise you could have two really seriously toned uh, killer animal movies. And then suddenly, in the same franchise, have a parody movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of brilliant. It, it, no, I agree. You know what I, I agree mean? Hundred percent. I would have yeah. loved to see this movie. Yeah, that would have been cool. Instead, it's... we got Jaws nineteen, and that was it. <laughs> Jaws nineteen's great though. <laughs> this time, it's really personal. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Like everything, everything about this movie is just kind of awful. Uh, the who okay? So you had this guy, the the mm-hmm. videographer, right? The guy, the Australian Fitzroy. guy, Fitzroy. Yeah, Philip Fitzroy. He's the he's the Englishman, right? And is then he's he Australian. He's Australian. I think. I, think he's Australian. The, I thought I thought the cameraman, the camera guy, was no, Australian. the camera guy was 
I think Australian. they're both Australian. No, they both had very. No, the accents. camera guy was definitely, uh, definitely English. No, and I think you're mixing them up. The guy with the mustache was was Australian. No, yes. not the, the guy jerk. who, ca- the the guy who guy. called the other guy governor all the time. That's more the, right. young, the young, handsome guy. The point who is, is this. like cocky and stuff. And yeah, the, yeah, and the old guy. and the old handsome guy. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> and his, and his number two. Yeah, yeah. The, the, regardless the, of which, those two are the two that are responsible for trying to hunt down the shark. Like in, the very, in the very beginning, before they decide to try to capture the shark, this one guy is talking to the uh, the main guy, is talking to the SeaWorld executive, and he's like, he's like, we'll catch him and we'll kill him. They die magnificently. Like, oh, yeah. This is fucking SeaWorld. <laughs> if anybody knows how animals die magnificently, it's fucking SeaWorld. Yes. Yeah, we, we already know, Fitzroyce. You don't need to tell you, us that. Have you seen the fin? <laughs> um, it's just like we, we like more of a slow burn here yeah. at, at fucking SeaWorld. Uh, we're, we're big fans of slave labor and then you die. Oh, God. Um, it's, what they're, it's what the animals are. It's not inaccurate. <laughs> it's not inaccurate. You're right. It's just a really harsh. So, it's just a really harsh reality to bring up on the show. <laughs> so at the end of the movie, though, once they realize they can't contain it, they go back to Plan One, which is trying to kill the sharks, right? And they yeah. have this idea <clears throat> where they're gonna basically throw a grenade at the shark and blow it up because that's how you kill sharks, apparently, in the Jaws uh, universe. No, that so, wasn't the plan. Actually, I thought the plan was to get uh, was for the grenades. No, he wanted to bring grenades when he wanted to get the baby shark. But right. they're like, no, no, we're just going to capture it. He's like, oh, okay, fine. <clears throat> when they go after the big shark, they're trying to save the people from the... He's trying to lure yeah. the shark they into the container. Back into the... Or whatever that infiltration back system Back into the is. filtration system. Which and, they were and successful. Then get the people out while... And I actually, I actually thought... So that, that part of the story is, is kind of... Uh, is kind of... Doesn't smart. make any sense. No, it's kind of. <laughs> I thought it was kind of smartly written. Okay. As far as having the 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 shark in the filtration system, because um, uh, Mike Brody brings up two separate times in the movie, because somebody's like, "Well, couldn't his body be stuck in the filtration system?" He's like, "No, it would push it out the other way because a million gallons of fresh seawater flow through those things right. every hour." And that's how they that's how they make it so that the mother was stuck in the filtration system for like days, mm-hmm. but she she survived because a million gallons per hour of fresh seawater was flowing past her, you know, flowing right. into her mouth and out mm-hmm. her gills and keeping her alive. Yeah. So I thought that was that, that it part, was basically yeah. like the air, well, the aeration thing that they tried to do with the baby a couple times to keep yeah, it alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. essentially what the filtration system was doing. Yeah. So they <clears throat> they have though this plan to get the shark back into the filtration system, and the main guy, the main uh, Fitzroyce, Fitzroyce. Yeah. Um, he goes down and basically is human <clears throat> bait to get the shark to go in. He has one of the more memorable kills because it's uh, somehow they got a camera inside the shark's mouth. <laughs> Not sure how they managed that. <laughs> It literally looks like a fucking like Legends of the Hidden Temple trap. <laughs> like it, like the kid falls into it, and it's like this big paper mache jaw <laughs> closing around him. It's so bad. It's so bad. So he gets eaten to shit. But his his Australian counterpart, right, is like 
screaming for him when he realizes oh, he didn't so come sad. up. I'm like, oh my god, this man is in love with this that's other exactly man. Yeah. I actually thought yep. that through the whole movie, and then that scene just confirmed it for me. Like, oh my god, he was like in tears, yeah, and screaming for him. I think there's subtext that here. Was yeah. an oh, actor's yeah. choice, oh, yeah. right there. I think there. this. I think this was. I think this was a man who was who's just very much in love with another. Oh man. yeah. Whether it was romantic or just like because he was a leader or something like, who knows? But this man was in love with that other man. Oh yeah, yeah. That was, those were real big tears. Oh, <laughs> big old, big old manly crocodile tears. <laughs> um, but that also, uh, oh, Fitzroyce was a what? No, go on, go on, go on. Sorry, Fitzroyce was a confusing character because he was equal parts, uh, just like the total douche canoe. Yeah. And also, sort of a hero, kind of like yeah. his reasons for being heroic were uh, misguided and and and, right. com- Self- and completely self serving yeah. because he wanted the good shot and he wanted like the best documentary, you know, something that was gonna something that was gonna give him a big payday that he could retire off of. But right. he was also doing very heroic things to kind of help people out. Well, he was kind of a was he being heroic though, or did he just want the fame? It was probably yeah. it was probably mostly the fan. I yeah. just like I said, he, he was kind of a he motives. was kind of a confusing character because he wasn't. I know that you were supposed to hate him, but I really didn't. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, I'm like the guy's just trying to make a living. You but know? fortunately, when he did get munched down, he had a grenade in his hand. And that he was held very, onto it. That was very fortunate. And for, unfortunately, the the after he got eaten for about six hours. The shark didn't swallow <laughs> yeah, him. He's, he's just he's just chilling right in the front of the shark's mouth. He just it was stuck like in his throat. It was like in the first Jaws where the the fucking the, the barrel the oxygen the, oxygen the O2 tank, yeah. the O2 tank just conveniently hangs out in the corner of his mouth for about an hour. Oh man. <laughs> uh, also, uh, when he's stuck in the filtration system, the shark. Uh, it shows the she, shark, or she, she, sorry, she. It shows the shark uh, literally swim backwards to get out of the tube. Yeah, sharks can't do that. Can sharks for, not, sharks can't swim backwards? They cannot. Not to, not to nitpick here, but they can't. Impossible. Hmm. They can't do it. Why? They need forward momentum in order to uh, survive. Well... <laughs> It be hold on. Hold I don't on. make James. No, no, I, I don't make that, up the science. That, that, that would be like I don't that make would, up the rules. That would be like that would be like the shark holding its breath for ten seconds. I'm just telling you, I don't make up the rules. So a shark can, it but can, they cannot swim a shark backwards. Can't swim they backwards. Cannot swim backwards. Okay. It is. It is. It is scientifically impossible. Okay. Look it up if you don't. So if a shark gets trapped in a net, does it just die? They do. Yeah. Lots of sharks wow. die like that. That's I why net fishing. That's why net fishing is such a also a hot topic. Also, cows Dang. can't go downstairs. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> since since we're talking about like, wow. since we're talking about things that animals can't do, sounds like the premise to a great horror movie. If you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Mike Mike Brody uh, <laughs> is. Uh, face-to-face with jurors and it's the money shot this is when the money shot happens Mm -hmm. where he crashes through the control center and he makes a last-ditch effort because he sees the grenade in the guy's hand who's stuck in jaws's throat and he takes a stick and he tries to pull the pin yep and eventually he does uh, really lucky shot. Really lucky. (laughs) Really. It took took him a couple of times. Took him him three tries. (laughs) But you know 
in the in in the in the heated moment of a thirty five foot thirty five foot long shark chomping its chomping its jaws in front of you. Sometimes you need a couple of passes to find the hole. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you, you you managed to you managed to hook onto a like what is that like maybe a, a three pin, three a three quarter, quarters like three quarters of a square quarter. inch hole with mm-hmm. a pole that you just bent. Mm-hmm. That's why Dennis Quaid is the shit. <laughs> Underwater. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and yeah, and the Presumably shark. Presumably in the tub. And you get a fantastic explosion. <laughs> it's, oh yeah, so, so good. That, oh, that explosion. <laughs> the with, shark's jaws. Oh my God. Reach out to you in 3D. Get it though, and Mike? float there for a second. Do you get it, Vito? It's because yep. jaws. Jaws. Get it? Because of the jaws. Up, the, the explosion I think is so James bad. and like, I got it before you did. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand <laughs> how, I don't understand how you can make a movie that looks the way that it does without the uh, 3D stuff and then add the 3D stuff on top of it and go, this only makes this better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't get it. One thing that I will say about all four of these movies is they might feel different, like, uh, tone-wise, like, plot-wise and whatnot, yeah. but looks-wise, they all actually do fit together pretty well, one through four, that you can stack them up next to each other and they look like they belong in the same world at least. You know, yeah, they, they look I can like see that. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah, it's just I, I don't know if it was just the type of cameras they were using, the except kind of filmmaking, for one whatever, thing, but... and we'll get to it. Okay, let's get to it. Well, let's let's get to it. That's that's Jaws gonna... 3D. I don't think it necessarily warrants more yeah. time. There's because... dolphins in it too, but we we don't oh, need to talk about Oh yeah, the movie that. ends with dancing dolphins. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> that freeze frame is ridiculous. <laughs> Freeze frame of what's her what's her face? Did we even it's, talk it's about it? It's the end of every single episode of Flipper ever made. Is the end of this movie. <laughs> and also, I think maybe Little Big League. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't remember Little Big League. Oh, you've ever seen that? Uh, it's the first movie that popped into my head that I'm pretty sure ends with ends with a freeze frame. Okay, so, so uh, Jaw. What, Mike? I was just gonna say the one word thing that I disagree. Christmas. 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 Jaws the Revenge is a Christmas movie, and I don't think it fits with the rest of the summer oh, Jaws movie. Oh, I get what you're saying. Okay, yeah, that portion of it, yes, I agree with you. Um, it's the whole actually, movie. It takes actually, place during Christmas. And actually, before we do move on, oh, I did yeah. have one more note here um, about another version of this movie. So the writer, screenwriter uh, Richard Matheson, uh, has claimed in uh, later interviews that uh, the film was bedeviled by script doctors who ruined the central premise of a great white shark swimming upstream and becoming trapped in a lake. That was the original Jaws 3 premise. That Hmm. that wasn't the comedy National Lampoon's thing. It's just a shark in a lake. I mean it's, that sounds kind of boring. It sounds kind of boring. Yeah, <laughs> considering we considering we have million dollar stories in in, in the Great Lakes. Well, Michigan, yeah, bull sharks have been spotted in uh, Lake Michigan, uh, which is you know fucking terrifying. But they don't, uh, they, 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 won't, they don't survive. Yeah, that's but. the thing is like if a great white shark, great white sharks are finicky, obviously, because sure. they can't live in captivity. Sure. If they if they made their way into into fresh water. They'd be dead within yeah, yeah. a day. I bull would say sh- bull you, sharks can actually survive <clears throat> both. But you could almost say that they kind of use that idea for four of a shark being spotted in the Bahamas. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still all salt water though, so I guess that portion oh, of it. Oh yeah, that's but true. Yeah, yeah. I, I go what you're saying though. Um, okay, so speaking of Jaws four, I mean Jaws the Revenge. 
from 1987, uh, full 10 years after the first sequel. We got the last sequel. Uh, and this is directed by Joseph. Not a full, it's not a full 10 years. It, 83 to 87? No, I said the... No, I said the first sequel, which came out in 78. Oh, oh, sorry. So, okay, sorry. Almost, almost a decade. Um, yeah, directed by Joseph Sargent, who also directed the original Taking of Penhelm 123. Pelham. Is, Pelham, sorry, which is a great movie. Um, uh, the original or the remake? The original. Right now. The original. Guy's <laughs> been around for a bit. Uh, let's yeah, see here. he's an old timer. Uh, Chief Brody's widow believes that her family is deliberately being targeted by another shark in search of revenge. Um, hey, here's the thing. I had no idea going into these movies that every single one of them revolved around the Brody family. I had Mm -hmm. no idea. I thought they were all like self-contained, shitty shark stories. Come on, shitty? Come on, man. Well, (laughs) I'd I'd say I was sorry about it. Harsh words. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, Lorraine Gary is back as Ellen Brody. She has now played uh, Ellen Brody in three of the four Jaws movies. Had Mm -hmm. no idea that she was back for all of them. Uh, as did her friend, uh, Miss. Uh, actually, what's her name? Actually, the girl, all, th- the all woman. three of those women. When when uh, after uh, when Mike shows up at the funeral, and the three women are hey, spoiler alert, man, come on! I didn't yeah. say whose funeral. <laughs> yes, it, when he goes, when Mike shows up at the house, and those three women greet him. Yeah, well, the one lady is the is the lady in the first oh. movie whose kid died. Yeah, same same actress, but then the same actress but, then the but yeah. then the lady in the middle was the woman who was also in the first two movies. Was she? Okay. She was she was uh, like one of the annoying townspeople, and then okay. I think in the second movie she might have actually been on the city council. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, none I of them. None that. of them were in the third movie though at all. And <laughs> no. then uh, also you have uh, Lance Guest uh, of uh, Halloween Two. Ha- Halloween theme. Two fame. Yep. Yep. Uh, he plays Michael in this one. Uh, who suddenly Michael looks younger again. I, I don't. I can't keep track. And a of, bit of a wiener. <laughs> he looks like a cross between uh, shitty Jared Leto and Barry Gibbs. Dude, Jared Leto, <laughs> totally. I I saw so much Jared Leto in him, and with I the, thought I was the, nuts with the beard and quaff of Barry Gibbs. <laughs> the shitty beard. <laughs> That's exactly what he looked like. That's 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 awesome. I'm um, glad that you confirmed that oh, for absolutely. me because I uh, thought I was crazy. You have Mario Van Peebles, greatest name ever, who plays Jake, uh, our uh, Jamaican boat crew member guy. Yeah, uh, partner of Michael in his his studies. Well, they're both PhDs. And he's badass. Yep. He's awesome. <laughs> no, he's great. He's great. Uh, you have Karen Young, who plays Carla, who is Michael's wife. Completely different chick now to this movie yeah he dumped the uh yeah. marine biologist and got himself a sexy foreign uh sex <laughs> sex sexy uh yeah i guess she's a she's she's welder got some sort of a sexy welder <laughs> i was gonna say for she's got some kind of accent i can't tell what it is something french yeah. or something oh wait like are you talking about Sean karen, or young, karen young is is gorgeous she's a babe yeah absolutely gorgeous uh i liked her character too i liked their relationship in this movie uh yeah, it was because it was very real. It, like they fought. No, you liked the relationship because all they did was fuck. <laughs> I, that was a that was a plus. It was it was kind of like they would. It was kind of like, like I'm really mad at you. Why are we fighting? I don't know. Let's, let's bang. Fuck. <laughs> I liked them because they felt like a real couple. Like like where they would just one minute they would be fighting about some stupid shit. Like why do I have to take the garbage out? And then all of a sudden they're just like, hey, why are we fighting? Let's have sex instead. That's 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 how Mike, all Michael's like. I'm just trying to stay alive. That's how. 
I'm just try- I'm just trying to s- stop myself from getting closer to the edge. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, okay, you also have um, Michael fucking Kane. Why is Michael Kane in this movie? <laughs> Sir Michael Kane. I was Michael just I was just driving an airplane. <laughs> Don't oh, yeah. ever fly oh. my plane, Michael Kane. <laughs> uh, he plays Hoagie. What a, Hoagie. What a name! Uh, and Hoagie is the uh, love interest of Ellen Brody. What a charming bastard he is! Right? So, right? Yep. Right. He just I got knows lots how to- of. He just knows how to <laughs> yes. work it, man. I have lots of information he about does. things that uh, they uh, don't explain in this movie. So are they? Is, is it going to yep. make me feel bad for no, talking no, no, about no, no, what? Not at, all. not at all. Not at okay. all. Um, and then to round this out, you have uh, Mitchell Anderson who played Sean Brody. So here, let's let's set the stage here. Let's set the stage here. Uh, Chief Brody, uh, because Roy Scheider refused to come back. <clears> actually, his quote <laughs> about coming back to this. Uh, Roy Scheider was offered a cameo but declined, stating, Satan himself could not get me to do Jaws Part 4. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> refused. Did either of you guys notice the striking resemblance to uh, Roy Scheider that the guy had who was standing at the end of the craps table when Hoagie was shooting craps? No, I didn't no. There's that. a guy at the end of the table who looks, to me, exactly really? like Brody. <laughs> Probably coincidental, and but I, it's probably still, coincidental. Yeah. But there's a part of me that's like, well, if he said no, I'm not going to be in this fucking Brody. movie. They just like, well, we'll go out and find a look. <laughs> you got Brody on the brain. Um, so at the beginning of this movie, <clears throat> you find out that uh, that Chief Brody has died of a heart attack. Yeah. Uh, however, the original intent, if uh, Scheider did come back and accepted the part, mm-hmm. he would have been killed off in the beginning of the movie by a shark. Okay. So. Because he didn't come back, they played it off as oh well, he died from a uh, he died from a heart attack and no, uh, like that's some, all to somebody's got to die. So, so why don't we set so, why don't we set you up making you think that Sean <laughs> is going to be the main character of this movie so, and then we're gonna kill him yep, immediately. So, so Sean is now a deputy in uh, Amity, right? On Amity Island, uh, where he's at, right? Yeah, yep. he's he is got now his a he's, father's job. Yep, he's now a deputy. He's so actually, you think that he's, he's being, actually chief, isn't he? No, deputy. Oh, is he's he? not the chief? Oh, okay. I guess they do say deputy. They yeah. do. Um, and he gets called out, and you think, like you said, you, you think he's going to be the main character. Like, okay, so we've had a movie about Michael. We've had a movie about Chief. Now it's this is Sean's uh, movie. Michael did. That's the thing about Michael, though. He like halfway part halfway two. through Jaws two, he gets injured and gets taken back into land. He's not even yeah, there for the last third true. of the movie. I would still say that part two is definitely three. more about... And three. And three is about Three Michael. is Mike's movie. Oh, three is Mike. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Character. That's true. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Point Chief, is, Chief Brody, yeah, is the first two movies. Right. And then Michael's and then Michael. the third. And now it's Sean's. Right. Yeah. So, point is, though, is that you, you, think. you think that Sean <laughs> is being poised to take over this movie. Michael's out with his family somewhere, his new wife, you know, his new hot young wife they traded up for. Like, they're they're doing they're doing good, whatever. Uh, and then Sean his, goes his, out. His girl in the other movie was cute. Sure. Yeah. I didn't not like as, that. Not I, as cute as Karen. Young. I didn't like. I didn't like the. I didn't like the eighties haircut so much. But she yeah, was well. cute. Um, on the bright side, though, uh, Jaws 3D is pretty much retconned. So that's pretty much, I think, a given here. What um, do you mean? Jaws um, Jaws 3D does not fit into the timeline of the rest of the Jaws movies. It just doesn't. Why? It's like Jaws 4. Why? Jaws 4 is the proper Jaws 3 when connecting Jaws, Jaws 2, and then whatever comes afterwards. But why not what? get rid of 4 and just connect 3? 
because three uh three doesn't have any connective tissue doesn't have the mom doesn't have chief brody doesn't they, t- they talk about jaws too i i it. know that they do i know that they do my point is though is i think that the filmmakers in jaws 4 the intent was to kind of because jaws 3 was the only movie that universal didn't make and i think universal what, wanted, what are you talking about universal i, I don't believe made it's jaws universal 3. it's a universal movie <laughs> I thought I read the universal logos at the beginning of the movie. I thought that I had read something about how they didn't actually make it. Maybe they distributed it, Mike. No, it's or they have the rights to it now. I I swear I read something about it. Maybe this will be a correction. Jaws 3D. Yeah, you're talking about MCA. Are you talking about MCA? No, it was a different. uh, It was a different company. Uh, Point. The 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 whole point is though. It's it's Universal's, and then productions uh, production company was Alan Landsberg Productions and MCA Theatricals. And Alan Lansbury, by the way, is the one who was distributed by Universal, though. Did Universal actually make it? Doesn't look like it. No, they didn't. Universal did not make Jaws. But it was a Universal property. That's fine, but but the... That happens a lot. My point is, my my point is, (laughs) Jesus. The point is, though, is that it it seems to me like Jaws the Revenge tries to retcon Jaws 3D a little bit. And to say that this really connects the story from 2 to Revenge leaving three out because okay, i can see that because see michael that. suddenly has a completely different career he's not <laughs> he has nothing to do with his his character in 3d has nothing to do with the character in revenge that's true neither does sean's character um, none, of them, none of them do well sean, sean's character all, all we knew was that he was going to school living and going colorado, to school in Col- yeah. colorado like he he might have been going to school for for law so that he could come back and take also take the, over his also, though, the big story in part three, the big story in part three is that he was so deathly afraid of the water, right? So so mm-hmm. deathly, completely afraid of water. The, the the little hussy girl finally got him into the water with the promise yeah, of... Yeah, she cured his... Boobs cured and banging. His, yeah. She cured his phobia. But then he got attacked by a fucking shark again. And then in this no, movie... No, she did. <laughs> the point is, there's a shark attack again. And then in this movie, though, he's all nilly-willy jumping on a boat going in the water. Like, suddenly... He doesn't... I, I always read into the water it that now. he didn't like, really I don't know. want to go in the water, but he, it was his job. I don't know. I, I think I think that it's different enough to where I buy the fact that they tried to retcon three out. I no, I I agree with you. I think that yeah, they I can totally see four trying to retcon three. <clears throat> Point is, I disagree though, with it, and that's the reason, yeah. <laughs> and that's also the reason that Lorraine Gary agreed to come back. She came out of retirement. She hadn't acted for yeah. like eight years. She came out of retirement to do this movie because she was promised that it was going to retain what the first movie was, basically. <sighs> um, <laughs> they lied to her. Um, and then she also didn't act in anything after this. This was her last movie. Yeah. Um, I would. I, I feel like if I... If this was the last movie I did, I would probably make it my last movie as well. Yeah, probably. So yeah, so so he's so Sean though gets called out to basically um, to investigate like a, driftwood. So, yeah, or there's something that's caught up on the buoy or something like that. So he goes out there, he's poking and prodding, and then the next thing that you know, he gets his fucking arm bitten off <laughs> in a scene that came out of fucking nowhere. So in in while my, they're singing Christmas carols, yeah. in my entire history as a human being uh since i've been alive that there are two things that stand out to me about the jaws uh the jaws franchise like the first things that i remember as a little kid watching these movies and i had no idea i was because i hadn't seen jaws 3d or jaws um the revenge in years and i had no idea which movie which this part was from sure so my earliest memory of jaws 
is actually that opening scene. Really? Yeah. Uh, of any of the Jaws movies. Interesting. Yeah, as a kid, that would be traumatizing. It's That's horrible. my earliest memory is watching. And I didn't know who the character was. I didn't know where he fit into the story. Just all I knew was my earliest memory was watching this guy in a slicker get his arm bitten off. <laughs> and it's it's so obvious that he just has his arm tucked in because suddenly his whole entire torso <laughs> is way huge. His, like <laughs> his shoulder is still gigantic over here. <laughs> so I'm like I'm watching this. I'm like, oh shit, he gets his arm bitten off. And I take a note and I write it down. And then like five seconds later, I'm like, oh shit, he gets fucking eaten. Like Sean's <laughs> dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hey, what his, a so, bummer. So here's his trajectory from the <laughs> movies. He goes from being this little kid that doesn't know any better to being this little kid that gets drifted and stranded out on these boats while they're being attacked by sharks. He survives that. Then he goes to a theme park where they're, once again, attacked by sharks, and he survives that, <laughs> to then grow up to have a good career. He's a good deputy. He's just playing with a buoy eaten by a Investigating shark. some driftwood <laughs> <laughs> eaten by a shark. Yep. His, his, his trajectory sucks. <laughs> that's, yeah. I, it, that's what gets me upset when I watch this movie. I'm like, ah. Well, it honestly <laughs> kind of makes me wonder, too, if it, it will even ever stop for the Brody family. Like they made it out of they might hey spoiler alert they make it out of this one uh, mom, most of, mom, most of them mom do. and Michael do. yeah they make it out of this one but will it ever stop I mean because this, this shark had uh, nothing to do with Bruce um I know this if shark, you, if you I, believe, I have theories by the way if you believe Ellen Brody that they are cursed and that there is a shark that is after them and that's my point like this family will never be safe from sharks as long as they are by the water so mike what are you right. gonna say? And maybe even if they're inland i don't know if the sharks, <laughs> <Land> sharks. <laughs> if the sharks oh form some well do sort you of notice how this apparatus out of kelp this shark has all these scars and weird things on it mm -hmm. and that they never explain why i think it's a zombie shark i think it's an incarnate of all the th sharks that they've killed the brody family has killed and has come back it's a supernatural shark because how do you explain anything I actually, of this movie? <laughs> I actually have an explanation for you. Please tell All me. Right. Okay, so um, in a lot of the in a lot of times when movies that are they're aiming at least to be big blockbuster summer movies, right? They will they want novelizations written mm -hmm. so that when the movie comes out, there is a book that comes out at the exact same time. Right. And a lot mm -hmm. of times, what they will do is they will send the very first pass of the script off to the book writers. Okay. Because they need time to write it and all that. Sure. Well, right. the thing is, is that between that time and time the movie's done, there's a lot of script revisions. There's a lot of changes that take place, which is why a lot of times novelizations are very different than the book. That's a, that so, is a fantastic piece of information. I've so, always wondered why novelizations and the movies that no, they're based off no, of are so... <laughs> Well, like ones that like sequels. I can understand if it's a if it's a an original book, you know. Like hey guys, how do words work? Like I like I am Legend, the graphic novel. I am I am Legend, right? Oh, the ending. And, right. and, 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 amazing and the movie, they're two very different things, right? Right. I've always wondered, like, why do you take why do you take something like that and make it into something completely different? With so, sequels, it it makes sense. It's not always the case. So a lot of times, writers do get some free reign to kind of add things to fill it out to make the book longer because sure. they have to fit a quota, you know. Right. Um, however, though, however, one of the things that in the book, in the novelization of Jaws: The Revenge, there is an entire sequence, or not not a sequence, but there's an entire subplot um, 
that is referred to as uh, well, they call it the voodoo shark in the movie. Mm-hmm. The reason that they that it's called that, and they and they reference it sometimes in the script here in the in the opening clip we use at the beginning of this. It says something about you don't believe in that voodoo or this and that, mm-hmm. right? In the novel, the mother believes that the family is cursed by a shark because Michael like got into a fight with like a witch or something that put a curse on the family. What? I shit what? you not. Uh, voodoo witch? shark, which is defined as an attempt to explain away the plot hole that ends up falling flat. The reason for this uh, is that the explanation is a plot hole that in and itself only raises more questions. Um, the name of the trope refers to a deleted plot point that was retained in the film's novelization, which explains the shark's motivation being the result of a curse by a voodoo witch seeking revenge on the Brody family after a scuffle with Michael. Michael. There's your answer for why the shark seemingly is following them everywhere. Uh, I mean, it's not seemingly. It literally so is. The thing is, though, is that those <laughs> like, lines... There's no... Those ambiguity. lines in the movie, though, I think are because they were referring to a plot point that got taken out of another part of the movie. Very similar to how yeah. in The Goonies, right? Everyone knows about the giant octopus in Goonies, right? right. Yet it's not in there. However, there's that one line at the end where Data's like, the octopus was really scary. That line was left in because it was a part of the movie before, and they just never edited it out. Wow. So yeah, because this think, movie is basically Pumpkinhead. Kind of, yeah. Jaws. I Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so I think that that's what that is, though, and that 100% is because the original script had you know, something about that in it. It's funny. What did it, Michael do to that one? <laughs> oh, no. It's funny because... Well, it seems like he's going through ladies left and right, so maybe, <laughs> so, so maybe it was like a drunken night. No, it's her from Jaws 3. Who? The- she put the curse because he dumped her. Maybe. So she was a marine biologist and a practicing witch? Apparently so. He also didn't care if one of the dolphins was dead. He's like, oh, I think it's a goner. I think it's gone. And then um, it popped up. So anyway, though, yeah. That, so- makes, that makes sense. So like when he delivers that line, because I remember him delivering that line like, oh, ma, you don't believe in all that voodoo, do you? And I go, <laughs> like, what? I go that's a weird way to put that. Yeah. That's not like yeah, no. that, that's not a normal way to because what what do you mean voodoo? We're not ta- talking about a shark. Yeah. That, so I, I think that's one thousand percent where that comes I from. I think yeah. you're hundred percent right. Yeah. Um yeah. But I do it doesn't explain why Ellen just immediately thinks that the shark is after her after the Well family. she believes in the voodoo. Like <laughs> But what? So where did that come so from? So does the voodoo also <laughs> explain she why she voodoo. seemingly has some sort of weird, like, uh, psych, Obsession? like psychic, psychic, psychic yeah. connection with the shark? Maybe because she does. She goes off into these little trances and like pictures the the attacks. Oh well, and she has memories of things that she was not present. Oh yeah, for. no, yeah. I, that, that's a big thing. How does she have memories of these things? Like maybe maybe she's psychically linked to the shark though, and the shark remembers them because the shark yep. is a reincarnated version of the like original said, shark. It's voodoo. Yes, it's voodoo. Boom. I think it's pretty it's clear that we have it's figured voodoo. this movie uh, hey, James, out. Thank you. Can you wang? Go get me another beer. Yeah, I can. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> that no, that helped. That helped um, a lot. So yeah, so so uh. Uh, Sean eats shit. Uh, there's a funeral. Uh, Michael and his family come up for the funeral. Ever, Mom, Ellen's going crazy, and so Michael's like, "Why don't you come back to the Bahamas? Because we live." Hold in on, the- hold on, hold on. Oh, Jesus. I just uh, stop you right there. 
Two things. One, Michael is not sad for his brother's funeral. No, he's not. I don't understand why. He's like, oh, mom's acting up again. Like, her son just died. Two, she's like, don't ever go near the water. Don't ever go near the water. The next scene, let's go to an island today. We'll take the ferry. Okay. Yeah. Um, As soon as she gets to the Bahamas, too, there's a scene where she's literally swimming in the water. I realized afterwards that she's dreaming, but I'm like, watching. I'm like, she was the one that was just telling everyone to get out of the water. Um, So she ends up going to the Bahamas, though, and this is where we meet Hoagie, played by Michael Caine. Michael Caine is a... uh, <laughs> he's an airplane. What? He's an airplane. He's an airplane. <laughs> Please finish. Please continue. See, see airplane. Oh, no, no, don't hit, accent, don't hit Mark. You leave uh, that in there. No, uh, leave Michael, that in there. Michael Caine is. Uh, he's the airplane uh, uh, pilot. No, no. Finish with the accent. He's the airplane pilot. <laughs> <laughs> he's the airplane pilot that brings him down to the Bahamas, and he'd be, he's like a friend of Jake's, basically. I think, right? Um, he's no. known Jake longer. Yeah, because well, Jake is aware of him. I, well, yeah, I because think. Michael is asking Jake on the boat. Yeah, what Jake, do you know Jake about knows him? What do you know I think, about I think, him? I think they just more than are everyone. aware of each other as Islanders. But I think that yeah, uh, but he knows him the most out of everybody. Right. All yeah. the characters. I, so I think that uh, I think that Hoagie starts to kind of come around after you know. Oh well, sure. There's a new babe in oh, town. Oh well, sure, sure. <laughs> after um, Grandma lands, Michael, Michael, and Jake <laughs> though, uh, their their whole research assignment is they're basically they're studying snails at the bottom of the ocean in big conch shells, basically. <clears throat> Um, By the way, their their zip tie work not satisfactory. No, not at all. Those those <laughs> no, fucking things no. would fall off so fast. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to bring that up because it annoyed the hell out of me. I'm like, you can't you can't zip tie is a it, thing to a conch like that and expect it to stay on there. Is it sea snails that live in conch shells though? I think so. Is it, is it sea like, snails? I think they're big, like. Um, yeah, they're big. Like, okay, what do you, what do you call I, those? Like, uh, I don't know what actually lives in a conch. Conch or conch? They were calling conch. them conch. I think it's conch. I always thought it was yeah, conch by, too. By but the they way, were calling them conch. <laughs> what What are they doing with those? I don't know. There's a bunch of conch shells at the bottom of the ocean. They're studying them, um, <laughs> and uh, and so and but suddenly they realize there's a shark here. Let's study the shark, right? At least Jake wants to study the shark. Mm. And so that's basically where the movie unfolds. It's them not telling everybody, even though his mother is terrified of the sharks. He knows there's one there, doesn't say anything about it. Uh, who deliberately attacks Mike. Who deliberately <clears throat> attacks Michael. Um, he, like, he passes Jake to get to Mike. He does, yeah. Which doesn't... Voodoo. Like, Voodoo, yeah. Mike. And there's this, there's this mm-hmm. part where Mike looks at Jake because like they had just been a- attacked by the shark. And the shark was clearly only going for Mike. Because of voodoo. Yep. And <laughs> there's a part where, like, in the next scene, Mike is strapping on his wetsuit and his fins and stuff, and he's about to jump back into the sea to just continue his his study of these conch shells. And, and Jake is trying to stop him, and he's like, if I can't get in that water, then what do I have left? It's like, bro, there's a whole world <laughs> full of there's a whole world full of dry land to do other things on. Like, go climb a mountain or something. <laughs> like, there's there's land snails, you like, know. <laughs> there's there's lakes. There's clearly a shark or like or or a lineage of sharks who are after you specifically. So just spend the rest of your days inland. It's so easy, and there's a lot to do. Trust there was, me. Have you ever played a... foosball? <laughs> 
I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Uh, there's a new, um, a new, there was a, a scene where, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, the wife, um, Carla, Carla is getting, uh, she made a sculpture. Out. She's a, yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah. She's uh <laughs> there's a, she's a, uh, uh, artist or whatever, you know, she makes sculptures, metal sculptures and whatnot. And yeah, she makes a horrible f- sculpture I'd use, too. I'd use that, I'd use that term loosely, but <laughs> I said it's a horrible sculpture. <laughs> Point is she does like metal work and stuff like that. And she's on the beach getting recognized for making it for the beach or whatever. And uh, this is the first time that you see the shark attack the beach in the Bahamas. And I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie to you. The attack when the kids are all in the banana boat and uh, the Get shark on the, boat. A- the banana boat. <laughs> it's good. Uh, when the shark attacks and kills the oh, is, it, is it the mom? On the back of the banana, I think no, it was it's, like it's a, I think it's a teenage girl, ran, random rando person. Well, because because yeah. uh, with Theo wants to go out there and join her friend who is yeah. on the on there with her mom. Theo is Thea. Michael. Thea. Thea, sorry, Thea and is Michael and uh, Carla's daughter. Yeah, so Ellen's granddaughter. She runs out there to join the banana boat party, and the uh, shark comes up and and eats the last person on the sure. banana. It's a really cool kill. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> it, no, yeah. it really, really is. Cool. And it is going for the little Brody, by the way. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The shark is only after Brody's yeah. in this movie. Most so, definitely. So once again, yeah, that I think kill we can probably insane. agree. Voodoo. 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 Oh, that voodoo that you do. <laughs> um, uh, except then, for the one thing that I don't like about the Jaws movies and the kills. I love the kills. I, I hate the kills where... The shark is seemingly sitting on top of the water. Oh, I see. I, I think that's shaking charm. the person back and forth. <laughs> I think it's charm. I mean, yeah, it's funny and like that's you know that's what we've come to love from a Jaws movie, but it's also so how, fucking terrible. How is it that? How is it that fifteen years after the birth of the first Jaws movie, they still couldn't figure out how to make a convincing, a more convincing shark? I don't mm-hmm. understand this. Every movie just gets progressively worse. I was going to say, in worse. fact, I would argue less convincing. Like Dude, Bruce, the original Bruce was probably the most convincing, right? And and it wasn't even convincing. So no. what does that tell you? No. And this movie supposedly had a twenty-five to thirty million dollar budget. Oh yikes! Well, it all went to Michael. Kent. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, but the shark. There are times when the shark looks halfway decent in this movie. I will say that. Uh-huh. But there are other times where it's literally just lumbering through the water, not moving like a stuffed animal, just being... The whole third act. What's that? The whole third, the whole third act. Third oh, act, yeah. The shark it just looks lumbers. Awful. It has nothing to it. And if you notice on the back of the fins, there's literal stitching that goes up Is the back really? of the fins. You literally can see... You can literally see like where the cloth or whatever material that was stitched together up the back of the fin. It's on the dorsal fin and on the uh, the rear tail fin. Really? Yes. Watch it again. I gotta it's watch it again. It's fucking hysterical. That's awesome. It's like, it, it's like a giant stuffed animal in the water is all it is. Um, yeah, it's really bad. Especially like... So after the banana boat incident, Ellen just has enough and she just gets in a boat and goes after the shark mm-hmm. and what michael king is, is flying what is she gonna do i don't know <laughs> i <laughs> i don't know she steals their boat to go out into the middle of the, in the water I to think, do what i the only thing i could think is like to have the shark go after her instead of the anyone else I but guess. it doesn't make any sense but if it kills her understand. then it's just gonna continue on to the rest of the family. yeah 
But then like the rest of the characters are in this plane and Jaws is attacking her in the boat and the plane is like getting close to the boat and you see Jaws leap up and almost attack her. And then the camera just stays on the plane and you hear Michael Caine radio like like this is way more interesting than the shark. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? I don't understand that decision. I, I thought that it was so when an Ellen loses her shit on the beach, right? Like all of her fears come true. She loses her shit. For whatever reason, it popped into my head. You know what would make this movie so much better? Is instead of going and stealing the boat right away, she went inland, found like some crazy armory, armored herself up to the nines fucking Rambo style, and then took the boat out and went fucking shark hunting, right? <laughs> that would have made for such a better third act of the movie. <laughs> it's it's like or, it's like when uh when uh Ripley gets in the fucking in the you know the giant robot thing and goes put, hunting. Put her in the, a, me- a mechanical hilo. That's yeah. fine. She can go and she can go into the ocean. I <laughs> would rather see like an animality like in Mortal Kombat where she gets becomes part shark and then attacks <laughs> jaws. Cuz we are talking hey, about that, cuz we're talking voodoo. about voodoo here. We're talking yeah. About voodoo. Yeah. voodoo. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, it's amazing. The the last the last portion of this movie though is um interesting to say the least we would be (laughs) remiss if we didn't talk about um the very scientific fact that sharks roar roar (laughs) no that's a no that's a fact that's a fact that i i wasn't aware of until i saw this very um scientifically accurate movie who was in the sound department that goes? It was this someone's is a, nephew. This is a good in idea. I was. He presses the button five times of the same roar. He's just like, oh, this is fun. It's like a T Rex roar. roar. Do you think, I, they, do you think was, they realize this movie's so bad? We're just gonna put a roar in to see if anybody noticed it, and nobody fucking made a note about it, and they just left it in. Well, I was I was Maybe. pissed off enough in Jaws 3D that every time the shark would go by the camera. It was growling, and I'm like, I'm like, sharks don't fucking growl. That's bullshit. (laughs) But but whatever, I'll but whatever. It was like that. It was a lot like, (laughs) just like every time it would pass the camera, you could hear that. And so I was like, all right, whatever, I'll let it go. And then we get to the end of Jaws' Revenge. (laughs) It's a lion roar. It's a fucking lion roar. Oh god, it's terrible. Sharks don't have <laughs> lungs, nor do they have voice boxes to well, make hold sounds. Hold on, wait, dude. Sharks have lungs. They have gills. They have gills. <laughs> oh, <James>. don't they? <laughs> okay, yeah. Don't wait, they still have like? Don't they? No, don't they still have some sort of like? No, the gills filter the oxygen out of the water. That's what gills do. But where does the okay, and then the oxygen <laughs> just goes straight into the blood? Yeah, it gets absorbed. I don't know how sharks work, but I know they don't have lungs. From the lungs? No, there's no lungs. Sharks don't have lungs. Okay. Thank you. I see. I know shit. But they do have <laughs> to do. breathe oxygen to survive. Um, but yeah, like I, th- that's just amazing to me. It's absolutely amazing to me that the shark roared. Like I, but voodoo. <laughs> it's voodoo. Everything in this movie can be explained away <laughs> by voodoo. Yeah. So yeah. So if the zombie sharks roar. So if they don't have lungs to push the air out, what you were hearing was as he was dropping back down toward the water, the air was flowing through the gills. I have a different theory. Yes. And it was sort of like a like a whistle blowing outward. 
I have a different theory. What? Much like in Jaws 3D, after he ate the uh, the diver, and like you know how the diver just and in the first one, how whatever it eats just kind of stays in the front mm-hmm. of its mouth. Um, this shark ate a lion. <laughs> so whatever, so whatever, it's coming out of the water. That's a good theory. The lion actually. is actually still alive. <laughs> lion and shark, it's, and it's just it's roaring because it wants out of the shark's gullet. That's my theory. Gotcha. That actually That's, is not a bad theory. Now within the now con- we know confines happened. of this movie. Now we know what happened to Mufasa. <laughs> oh no! Jake. No, we already know what happened to Mufasa. <laughs> Right? Uh, yeah, Scar fucking ate him. Yeah. 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 You ever hear that theory, Mike? Yeah. No, Scar I thought he dropped Scar him. ate Mufasa. He literally. I thought he dropped no. him. Yeah, he dropped him. He but dropped the, him. The body's gone. He literally is playing with the skull of a dead lion later on. And lions are known to eat other lions occasionally. Yeah. Whoa. Fucking Scar lions, ate Mufasa. Lions have no predator on, on Earth yeah. except for. On occasion, other lions. Um, okay, so before we get to the ending of this movie, though, there's one more thing that we need to talk, talk about, and that is Michael Kane. Who the fuck is he? Where does he come from? What is this motherfucker's backstory? <laughs> Why does he just have planes? Is he rich? What does he do? I know. I know. But I'll let you I know, it. too. <laughs> sort of. For the same reason that we know about uh, uh, the voodoo stuff. James, what's your theory about Michael Caine? Uh, I have no theory. He has a lot of good stories. Yep. That's what I that's one thing I do know. Is there I'll is there something a, is there something sort There's of... a missing subplot. Yes. Okay. That was going to be in the movie. Which no, what do you think there are it was? still parts that are in the movie because whenever he is asked mm-hmm. what he does, he gives different answers. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he's a drug he smuggler. Laundry. He's a dr- he's a he's a drug smuggler. So it makes sense. Okay. <laughs> well, hold on. At the very end of the movie. So what do you do with these planes anyway? Oh, I deliver laundry. <laughs> like, yeah. Like he's literally just giving excuses as to what he does and why he has so much money. Yeah. He is a drug smuggler. Okay. That makes sense. Going after Alan Brody. I mean, why not? <laughs> like to go from a cop to a to a drug smuggler. It's voodoo. Live it up. <laughs> it's voodoo. Right? Live it up. You might as well. Like we're playing opposites. We're playing the mm-hmm. opposites game today. Uh, I just thought I just thought that was very funny. Like <laughs> Michael Caine's character suddenly takes on a completely different life when you know what the original backstory was. I mean, he's kind of like he's kind of a he's kind not really a shady character from the beginning, but the way that he's always got some sort of crazy story right. that he's telling, and he never really answers a question straight. It, it's not it's not too much of a stretch to think that he's a drug smuggler. Well, no, but if it was an original plot that was left off or left out of the out of the the newly renovated script, yeah, you know, right, yeah, okay, it's interesting trivia. So now we are at the point of the show where we talk about the ending of the movie. Why don't you guys tell us about the end of the movie and how just utterly fantastic the Jaws series goes out on? So as we mentioned, the other characters are in the plane. Michael Caine decides to crash land his plane to, to get to Ellen Brody. Yada, yada, yada. They all end up in the same boat. To kill the shark, Ellen Brody drives the boat into the shark. And as she does, its head explodes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then did you notice that they... So they're doing a weird thing in this movie where they're jumping back and forth between footage from the first Jaws 
Yeah. And this draws. Yeah, it's, it's like Ellen it's her having memories. flashbacks again to things that she couldn't possibly remember. Exactly. Uh, so when they show this this boat impale Jaws number four, mm-hmm. and it explodes, right? <laughs> and then it goes under the water, and it's literally the the same shot from the first it movie. It is the exact shot. You can actually it is. see yeah. like things. The, the spinal cord yeah. like popping out. I was like, okay, so she's having some sort of weird, like, out-of-body flashback, astral projection kind of thing. Was that shot supposed to be the shot from the first movie, or did they really try and recycle that shot for the No, they really movie? recycled it. Okay. They absolutely just recycled it. <laughs> well, that was absolutely shameless. Oh, yeah. Then. Oh, well, <laughs> that was yeah. fucking yeah, terrible. No, they didn't even try. They didn't even try. Um, they... <laughs> So here's the thing about the ending of this movie. First off, why did his why did Bruce number four or whoever what Shark Four sure. Jaws Four Zombie Shark Zombie Shark Zombie Shark Voodoo, Voodoo Jaws? Why did he uh, explode? explode? So <laughs> during the movie, they had these like receptor things. That right? fucking grenade was it was <laughs> Fitzroy. Fitzroyce was still in his jaw That's with another grenade. grenade. <laughs> so. Earlier in the movie, though, I, uh, Jake is making these like receptor things, right? Yeah. But my impression was that those things were just supposed to set off a uh, a pulse, basically, to fuck with the shark's electromagnetic field. Right. And it right. would stop charging, basically, right? right. Which it right. does do that. Right. That wouldn't explode, right? I'm just call me crazy. That's not anything no. that would explode. That's correct. So the explosion completely un uh, unnecessary. Unnecessary. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. There is three different endings. You're holding up the number two. I know. (laughs) (laughs) There are three different endings. There's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. Uh, Different endings to Jaws the Revenge. So when this movie was originally released in the United States, the theatrical release had a complete, not a completely different, but a different ending Mm -hmm. of Ellen ramming the sailboat's uh, broken off uh, front, the like bow. Like the mast. The, the, and, or the, uh, the hell would you call is that? Is it the bow? Is it the bow? That's the, the stern, bo- yeah, that's the bow. Sterns the back, right? Sterns the back, yeah, yeah. the bow of the boat. She rams the shark and stabs it to death, and then it gets, well, stabbed, and it bleeds out, and it falls to the bottom of the ocean. Right. Jake is dead. Jake does not oh, Jake survive is, okay. because Jake Jake gets eaten. There's a whole scene where Jake gets mm-hmm. eaten or whatever. Yeah, he's dead as shit in the original theatrical release of the movie. Okay. Immediately okay. following the release of the movie, there was a ton of backlash because this movie had no testing or anything like that. This movie was conceptualized and released within nine months. Really? Nine months. Wow. That's which insane. explains a lot about Ca- this cash movie, grab right? or what the hell were they trying to They <sighs> just it was one of those things where they they put a release date on it before they ever even started making it basically. Right on. So they were working within their confines. So what they did, they went back and reshot the ending of this movie after the movie was released in theaters and then released it internationally in international markets with the new ending from my understanding. Okay. Now, every single release on home video on uh, VHS on uh, DVD, whatever has always been that international cut, right? The original U S theatrical ending has never been released. Okay. However, yeah, there were, there were, as in a lot of cases for movies, a TV cut. Mm. Now the TV cut is that theatrical ending yeah with okay. deleted and extended scenes put back into it 
Okay. So okay. what I'm about to show you right now is not just the, the theatrical ending. It's the TV ending okay. that has even more ridiculous sharpness in it that <laughs> okay. is that just makes it so much better. And I will tell you, I will say this. There is a reason that I said earlier that the sharks look like penises. All I'm going to say. All right. Oh, no. Let's go. So I have pulled up for these guys on our Zoom chat we're doing. I have pulled up the actual uh, thing. We're going to react in real time. You can here. you can find this on YouTube at Jaws uh, colon the Revenge original uncut ending. It's and you it's, can tell it's that streaming live right now. Yeah, and you can tell that this is the TV cut because it says AMC in the corner. This is the this, this okay. is taken from TV. Okay. Um, here we go. It's 48 min- uh, second minutes. 48, 48 minutes. 48 seconds. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> Join us as we watch 48 minutes of, um, of a movie. I will see. I'm going to maybe try to put the sound into this afterwards, but uh, here we okay. go. Let's do it. So the shark is attacking the boat. <laughs> oh, no. See, this is... Here you go. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh. This is. Oh, it's kind of terrible, but it's kind of awesome too. It's like with the shark, with the shark like thirty feet out of the water being stabbed. See that right there? Look, that's cool. way better, right? That looked cool. Yeah, that is way better. I feel like I'm talking really loud but when I don't no, you're need fine, to you're be. You're fine, you're fine, you're <laughs> fine. Uh, oh, and then the boat going down with the shark still impaled by the yeah, boat. Yeah, it's way better. The front it's, of the boat, that's it, way better. It's definitely better, but the shark that is just, for some <laughs> strange reason, oh, that's loud. Uh, for some strange reason, just sticking 30 feet out of the water. Yeah, like it's doing like, one of those dolphin tricks where it's on its tail <laughs> across the water. <laughs> like, it's just walking it's, on it's water. Like a, it's like a great white that breached, and then once it got halfway out, it's like, oh, this is kind of sweet. I'll just Here's the hang thing: out oh. why was the shark? Why was the shark out of the water? Because <laughs> he was, was it doing? Because he was shocking him. What was it doing? He was shocking, him, shocking him, and it was causing him to breach because he was so pissed it's off. Like, it's like the shark just gave up and it's like, here I am, <laughs> like fucking stab me. <laughs> His arms are out. It's like. With arms wide open. Tell me that. Tell me that that yes. ending though is not a thousand times better. No, that's way better. Yeah. Right? That's you way need, better. You now, need the, to like make an edit where it goes to Creed with arms <laughs> wide open and just goes slow motion from there. On. So the thing is, though, is that the actual theatrical ending is also online. You can find it. This the the shot of the shark being thirty feet out of the water. Like yeah. that's gone. Okay. So it's basically just oh. the uh, the you should see the shark getting impaled and then it's all those more close up <laughs> shots of the shark. And, but the, but the scene so of the, it like for just, the TV cut, they added the shot of it just standing yeah, they, on the water. They do that for a lot of TV cuts because they need to fill time. <clears throat> the movie needs to fit like a two hour block. So, and there's only so many commercials they can do. So they have to fill time. It's why like the Halloween TV cut has a ton of deleted scenes in it or reshot stuff. Well, yeah. But it's like, stuff. you still don't like just, Oh, cut to a shot of a dog. Like the <laughs> well, shark is standing on water. <laughs> they had the footage though. Sense. They had the footage. Show a they boat. didn't have to Show go back and reshoot boat. anything. <laughs> 
But uh, oh, anyway, though, yeah, the TV version of Jaws: The Revenge is hands down the best version. Oh, that yeah, I, that was agreed. watching the watching the shark go down, impaled by the like once they do the underwater shot where the the front end of the boat and the shark are going down under underwater together. Yeah. That looks fantastic. Oh yeah, they should have kept that. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> so so then it's just now that the dawns on me the new version that we that we watch that's uh, that's released that's streaming and all that. Yeah. Uh, the shot of the original Jaws from the first movie. They decided your original, your fourth movie sucks so bad. We're going to take footage from eleven, or I'm sorry, fourteen years ago, and we're going to put that into your new movie because that ends better. Which is hogwash because <laughs> that shot looked really cool. I don't understand why they wouldn't keep that. Here's yeah, one of my. Uh, I got. I got. I have to bring this up because I'd be ridiculous not to. But I remember when I was younger. And I actually had no idea that this was based off of Jaws the Revenge, even though I'm sure the game was called Jaws the Revenge. The NES game? When I was younger, we used to go to Hardee's in okay. Bad Axe, right? Okay. We'd go to Hardee's, we'd go in, we'd play in the ball pit, and we'd <laughs> crawl around in the fucking the slides and stuff. And then they also had a huge, uh, not screen-wise, but just huge because... Uh, what the hell like old analog tvs tube tvs they had a tube mm-hmm. tv up on a up on a shelf above the whole play area with an nes hooked up to it and you could go in there and you could play jaws the revenge oh, yeah. it wasn't that's called awesome. jaws the revenge it was just it's called just jaws, jaws right and that's based... why i didn't and that's why i never knew that it was based off it, of jaws the revenge, of the revenge because yep. the final <laughs> level of the game you have to try and ram your the front end of your boat like that. It's a hard spike game up. too. Oh yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's Going one, back to that's this one ball of my, pit, that's one of my though. <laughs> what about it? Why did you? Am I the only one? Did was there always someone who crapped their pants when you were like in a ball pit? Hmm. Oh, Mike, me and you both worked for Jeepers. You should know what was in those yeah. ball pits. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I don't think that I would nowadays. I'm. I'm not sure I would let my kids go into a ball pit <laughs> knowing, knowing what. But maybe that's why we never really got sick that much as kids because our parents let us just <laughs> go in a ball pit, <laughs> just swim around in squalor in the bottom of these fucking disgusting <laughs> ball pits. That's right. Maybe. All right, guys. That's uh, that's Jaws: The Revenge. I feel like the only way that we can properly end this is by a uh, a quote from. Michael Caine. Sir Michael Caine. About Jaws 4. Okay. All right? Yeah. Please do, says, it the, do it in the do it in the accent, says, please. I've never seen it, but by all accounts, it's a terrible movie. <laughs> However, I have seen the house that it built, and it is terrific. <laughs> that's a that cl- is, that's a classy fucking quote. That is like the, that is the that's, quote to end the series. That's classy as hell. Because you're saying the movie's terrible. But I've seen I've seen what it, what it, I to go back to what I've talked about, what I said earlier. I've seen what it hath wrought. <laughs> what it hath wrought, <laughs> and that's beautiful. That's a classy quote because you're you're simultaneously knocking the movie that you were in, mm-hmm. while at the same time acknowledging that the series as a whole. No, he's talking about his physical house. He built oh, is he with talking, the money he he's got He's talking paid about his actual house. Oh, I took yeah. that. I took, oh, I was taking it in a symbolic I that, way. I, I took that as like no. the house that how big Jaws had. Yeah, no, like that, he got paid like, like one point something million dollars <laughs> to be in Jaws oh, man. four, this and it was a better. paycheck that's movie. That's even better. Than that's that. even that's an even that's better quote. That's wonderful. That's an even better quote. Wow. Oh, Michael Caine. I thought he was classy. 
but it turns out he's just trashy. I think that house and is... And it's better that way. That house is Wayne Manor in the uh, Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, hell yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the house. Definitely. <laughs> um, okay, so with that, we have finished... Um, we have finished the Jaws series. I mean, technically, we could, if we wanted to, even though it's not part of the series, we could do Jaws 5, Cruel Jaws. <laughs> have you ever seen the... You literally <laughs> yeah, just Jaws. ruined my joke. Why? I hate you so much right now. <laughs> Why? I hate you so much right now. You need to ru- you need to run these things by me. If I you're didn't know bring that you up. had ever heard of that movie. Oh, <laughs> I had no idea that you ever even you knew what Cruel Jaws was. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Well, okay, so there goes my joke. Next week, what was your joke? <laughs> I think that was new on Blue One episode. Mike, he doesn't remember anything. <laughs> what was your joke though? Now I want to hear the joke, well, but yeah, I want to hear I want to hear it as Michael. I was going to say. What's that? There's another Jaws movie? Next week, we're doing Jaws 5, Cruel Jaws. It's not really another Jaws movie, though. It's not part of the same. Yeah, so. It was a good joke. So your joke. still works. No, your joke sucked no matter what. Vito, you see what I put up with on a a weekly basis here? Hey, man. see this? If you didn't want me to ruin your joke, you should have brought it up before the show. So next week we will be doing the uh, the Italian. Uh, we're, we're actually gonna do it. Oh fuck yeah, we're doing. It. Are you kidding me? This is Jaws month. You, you said oh, no. you said the other day. That Wait, what shark, about the other conjuring? The, hey Vito, do me a favor. You shut said the, once a month. Shut the fuck up for one second. As James pointed out last week, Shark Week is turning into Shark Month, and we are making good on that. We do have to. We do have to have Vito back in for another. Uh, sure, Waniverse, sure. Waniverse, and we will. So, but, but we're the doing... Jaws series technically ain't done yet, baby, because the Italian knockoff continuation of the series, <laughs> Jaws Five: Cruel Jaws, this is waiting in the wings. This will be the week where we lose all of our lis- <laughs> all of our remaining <laughs> listeners, uh, along with I, something else. I'm not sure what I've, we're going to pair it with. But. I've seen the trailer for Cruel Jaws. I've never actually seen the film, but it looks like. Um, what is it? How do you say? Ooh, how do you say it. piece of shit in Italian? Hey, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> there you go. That sounds um, accurate. We'll pair that up with probably the most egregious Jaws ripoff of them all. Which one? Orca, the killer whale. <laughs> okay, it's Shark Week, baby. Wow. <laughs> all right, we're doing it. Shark Month. Uh, and I know what we're doing already after that, James. Should we just give it all away? The the well, how many how many weeks are in this? We need to do a Wanaverse. We got one. If if we push the Wanaverse one off a little bit, I'm fine with it. Oh, did you hear that? I have a beer already in my fridge. That's he doesn't. It's gonna he go doesn't care about you at all. All right, what's after that? It's a retrospective of the Orca movies. Of Deepest, what? Yes. bluest. Yes. Oh my, my head is like a shark's fin, yes. baby. Two. How many are there? Two and three, baby. Fuck yes, dude. <laughs> I, wow. I, I own them both as if you didn't think I did. I don't say things are going to be lit very often, <laughs> but that's going to be lit. And that is how we are going to be ending Shark Month. All right. Oh, <laughs> my. Four straight episodes about sharks. Vito, please feel free to join us for either one of those. Uh, I'll get back to you. <laughs> if for no other reason than to learn how to make, well, I guess you won't. You already learned how to make the perfect omelet in Deep Blue Sea Part One. It's true. Yeah, it's true. So mm-hmm. never mind. We um, may have to revisit that though. Yeah, because I think it's bullshit. Let's do all three, <laughs> of course. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, that's it for this week. That's it. What a what a fucking duo of movies that was. I had fun though. Oh, had, of course. I had fun watching both. Yeah. Listen, of them. here's the thing: the Jaws series, where it might not be good. There's big quotation marks over good. It's fun. Mm-hmm. I will say I had fun with every single movie in this series. Yeah. It doesn't matter how I, bad they are. They they for whatever reason, I, like I said earlier, they fit together. Mm-hmm. They weirdly mm-hmm. fit together, and I can't explain why other than just the look of them. So sharks. Um, but the but the <laughs> sharks get considerably worse every movie, <laughs> which is kind of like a it's just, just a fun like shit trip to go down. Yeah. It I don't know it's it's it is what it is it's fucking yours. It's a masterpiece. It's, yeah. it's a modern day masterpiece. It's a masterclass of cinema. <laughs> Done. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for this week. If you want to find us before next week, and uh, I would suggest that you find us before next week because next week will be our final show because we're doing Jaws 5, Cruel Jaws, and Orca. <laughs> Uh, Orca, so, Orca's subject to change if we find something better, but as of right I now, just no, I, feel, I, I, feel like, I feel like Orca's the way to go. Would you say? Do Deep Blue Sea one? Well, we already did it. We already did it. Yeah, we already That's did it. That's why we're going to rest fan you are. But if you want to find us before next week, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. Uh, if you want to find us on Twitter, we are at the Buzzed Kill PC. Uh, we're on every, uh, every anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're there. So uh, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a like, leave a ham sandwich, something. Make us know that you're there. Yeah. You know. Preferably the ham sandwich. Yeah, no mustard, though. No mustard. If you look at my dad, you put ketchup on it. Extra mustard on a ham sandwich. I I don't get it. He doesn't he doesn't like tomatoes, that's... but he likes the acidity of tomatoes, so the ketchup fills the bill. I don't. It's no, weird. that's fine. Ketchup I'm fine no with ketchup. Acidity. Like I don't. You don't need to explain why he likes ketchup. <laughs> my problem is that it's going on a fucking ham no, sandwich. That's what I'm saying though. Some people put tomatoes on a ham sandwich, right? I've no, done ketchup on a tomatoes on a sandwich. ham sandwich. You've never had a ham sub from Subway. They put lettuce, tomato, and all that stuff on it. That's that's a different yeah. thing. Oh, that's it's different. so different. No, because you're not just getting a ham sandwich with tomatoes on it. You're getting like <laughs> ketchup is are not we, just. Are we really arguing about a ham? Tomato you're getting you're getting like a you're getting like an Italiano melt or something with like black forest ham plus capicola and salami or whatever the hell. It's a ham sandwich with ketchup is ridiculous, it's... and I will tell Bob to his face the next time I see him. I'm pissed now. <laughs> Let's end the show. (laughs) Good night. All right. Cheers, boys. Good night. Enjoy your sandwiches.